0: Episode 7, The Iron Age. I'm your host, Ryan. I'm Chuck. And uh, welcome back, everyone. Uh, it actually hasn't been too long since we last did a recording. Uh, no, no, we're pretty uh, well keeping on tabs here. Yeah. In fact, Episode 6 hasn't even been posted yet. So I know. We're already on Episode 7. So Awesome. So uh, we won't be able to address any of your concerns from Episode 6, so the fuck-ups we had in Episode 6 are going to continue into Episode 7. Save it. Yeah. <laughs> It'll keep. It'll keep. Um, so what have you been up
1: to, Chuck? Uh, a lot of work um, not much else just hanging out trying to get some stuff ready to, for the weekend Memorial Day weekends coming up so okay. maybe thinking about doing a little holiday you know fiesta
0: type thing at home. Very nice. Um, yeah and uh, since you guys won't hear this episode till much later, it right now is may 25th right uh, so this episode probably won't post till probably the beginning of June. <laughs> really you're not gonna get it out before then. Well, I have episode six to get out. Memorial Day weekend. This week. It should be out I might Day. be able to get out on Memorial right. Day weekend. Are you you got plans? I don't know yet. Okay. Um If I have a barbecue, I'll invite you. So you know not going on. Appreciate it. All right. Well, the wife's out of town right now, so I haven't been able to make plans. Understood. Uh, my wife was sent out on another business trip. Yeah. So business trip. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the wife's away the Star Joe's play. So I am back. so uh you went to a flea market though recently right yes oh yes okay so you want to tell us about that before i get into all my shit yeah it was pretty nice uh i actually you know walking around seeing the
1: different things and just uh a lot of remembering of your childhood and nostalgic you know coming back but what i'm looking at maybe doing is introducing a new segment to the show where we go on to different flea markets drive sales bazaars whatever and doing like flea market finds where we take like 10 or 20 bucks and just come across random merchandise and uh, we'll buy it and we'll post the items on our Facebook or on our forums and see the listeners can vote, you know, like a, a poll and see who had the better deal and who had the best stuff.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. We could also uh, put that under your tab if you wanted to.
1: Yeah, we could do that. Uh,
0: awesome flea market finds yeah, and stuff like something that. something like that. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll work it out. We'll work out the details. Did you yeah. find anything good this time?
1: Uh no not really I mean um I my my buddy uh, Wolfman Z he picked up uh, a Masters of the Universe Tila figure for me still in the package mint on card for three bucks wow so that's pretty awesome that is a good deal yeah
0: um, so that was cool let's see for me uh what the hell's been going on well I I'm still kind of recovering from the weekend because I watched the Lost finale oh yeah how was that I missed that <laughs> you didn't miss it. <laughs> Anything happened? It happened. Okay, here's the thing. Number one. even get off the island? <laughs> if, number one, if you're a geek and you didn't watch Lost, there's something wrong with you because you missed one of the best geek-related shows ever. And here's why it's the best geek-related show ever. It got non-geeks watching it. Yeah. If you can get non-geeks watching a show and no, not that's, realize that's it. That's not
1: really true because non-sports fans watch the Super Bowl.
0: I understand that. but My wife does. do they invest six years of their life into it? No, it's pretty much once every year. Well, this was six seasons.
1: <laughs> I don't think six non people who really don't like the show are not gonna watch all six years. There's
0: nobody that doesn't like the show. I've never seen it. That's yeah, there's a difference between never seeing it and not liking it. I have yet to come wait. across a person that's watched it that didn't like the show. Alright. Did um, they get off the island? In a matter of speaking. Alright. So yeah. just build a coconut radio or something, <laughs> Professor hook them up. It's not Gilligan's Island. <laughs> So, right, little buddy, so you gotta, you got to indulge me just for a couple seconds here Because there's been a lot of talk about that We're not turning this into a lost podcast I'm going to get I, a beer, go ahead I need, I need a couple minutes just to kind of express some things I've been hearing Don't or at you least need a couple
1: minutes to rave about
0: Star Wars? Yeah, come? I'm going to need that too Alright Okay, so anyways, this is literally going to take a couple minutes Go ahead So go ahead. I'll just sit back here and not if, do nothing if, if That's fine Like usual If <laughs> You don't do anything anyways Alright <laughs> All right, (laughs) go ahead, go ahead. Anyways, Terry O'Quinn kind of said it best for me, which is at the end of the show, he played John Locke on the show, and he said at the end of it, it's kind of like when you come to the end of a good book, you close the back cover and you go, man, that was a great book. And that's kind of the feeling how, how I felt after it was all over. It was like, man, that was just a really great series. There's been people out there going, oh, was this all a dream? Oh, was it this? Was it that? People, if you haven't figured out what the show was about by the time the finale came, you got real problems. People were like, oh, well, what What was the island? We never found out. Well, what was this? We never found out. The show ultimately was about characters. And it was about these characters that landed on a special island. It wasn't about a special island that happened to have characters land on it. So it, it was really all about the closure of these characters. And you really got that in the finale. So it was awesome. If you need an explanation, if you really felt you needed an explanation for what the island was, and I can relate, this to Star Wars. If you need an explanation for what the island was and everything else, think about how you got an explanation for how the Force worked in the new trilogy. There was the whole midi-chlorians thing, which I'm sorry is total bullshit. I didn't need the Force explained to me. I just was happy with it being a mystical element. Well, it's kind of the same thing for Lost with the island. I was just happy that it was a special island that had mystical abilities, had special abilities. I didn't need an explanation beyond that. I was more interested in what happened to the characters on it. So there, there, there's my whole loss thing. Anybody die? Oh, yeah. Any nudity? It's a TV show, dude. <laughs> I'm not into it. <laughs> I'm tell- you said to me that if by the end of it, i was still saying it was a great show, that you might check it out. I might. So I have the DVDs. You're it's welcome just- to borrow them at any time <laughs> thank you, to thank try you. it out. I just don't have that kind of time to invest in a TV show. It's a DVD, dude. You don't have to watch it on TV anymore. You watch it when you want to. You I stop know. it when you want to. Okay, okay. So, you're good. So, I had that. All right. Um, so, that was good. So, that was good. That was great. Um, what are you going
1: to do with the time you have back in your life now?
0: I don't know. I'm going to start rewatching it. Catch up, some, <laughs> catch up, some, yeah, catch up on some comic books? Probably, yeah. Catch nice. up on a few comics. Let's see what the hell has happened. I finished reading Siege, which was awesome. Okay. I read uh, Artifacts Number Zero, which was from Free Comic Book Day. Right. That actually made me... Order issue number one of Artifacts. Okay. I read, actually, War of the Superman for free comic book day. Okay. What'd you think? It was okay. Yeah? It was okay. It's not going to make me want to buy the Superman books or nothing, but... I will tell you the War of the Superman story, so far, Yeah, really good. Okay. So, uh, I only got the first two issues, because the other two issues are coming in uh, our DCBS order. Okay. First two issues, really, really good. Um. You did have to know everything that was happening. I know. I found out a lot. That. I yeah. found out a lot more by
1: talking to you about what was uh, going right. on before that. But it was okay. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's a good story, I guess. If you like Superman, yeah, you probably
0: like it. I like Superman. I, well, okay, sure. Yeah, he's Superman, dude. How do you not like Superman? I don't know. I'm not saying I don't. <laughs> like Superman He's a big, beefy guy. You should like. I'm not him. saying I don't like
1: him. <laughs> oh, speaking of past podcasts with big, beefy guys, yes, <laughs> we did stop at Chick Fil A for a uh, little dinner last tonight. Last night, I say last night. But
0: tonight, it's awesome. How long you been here? It feels like forever. It's like work.
1: I never leave.
0: I got my own room set up or something. All right, uh, you don't have your room here. Shut up. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. All right, so have that a or I'm trying to. Remember, I feel like there was something else that's been going on, but I, I don't remember what the hell else happened since then. So. Um, well, the weather
1: finally broke, so we got a lot of weather. weather got water, good. So that's
0: nice. Yeah. Oh, my parents were in town. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, sad to say, I did have my uncle passed away. Ryan had a death in his family, um, so uh which was my mo- Yeah, it was my mom's uh, brother. So my parents had to come up from Florida, and they spent a few days here at my house mm-hmm. and uh, found out the reasons why I grew up and didn't have to live with them anymore. No, my parents are cool, but they're, they're, they're high energy. They're high energy. High maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you need a nap before you go visit them. Okay. Which like, is not, like, as, not like always parents, folks. That's not always a bad thing. No, no. Because sometimes you, you want to have fun, but sometimes you just want to relax. That doesn't happen. Yeah. So, all right. So, now Do they that listen? Do they listen? Yeah. Do your parents listen to the show? No. Oh, they me. listened a little bit Say like, hi, mom and dad. Yeah, My parents, they can be mad at me. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's for entertainment. It's for entertainment. It's all for so, the good of the show. Chuck just flipped you off, by the way. I love way. you, Mom.
1: <laughs> nah, don't tell him.
0: <laughs> There's reasons reason we don't do video podcasts. <laughs> exactly. Number one is we don't wear pants. <laughs> well, I'm wearing pants. I rock a loincloth. Loin I I tried to get Chuck to wear pants, but he just won't do it. I just rock the loincloth. It's really disturbing. Me and the robot just kind of hang out in the back. Yeah, that robot, I'm, I might have to bring him in soon yeah. at some point. Our contest is still going on. The contest is still going on so far as of this date. Again, was May 25th, so if you hear this later and you say I already submitted something, I'm not a liar, but so far as of May 25th, we have not received a single entry. Yeah, and I'm looking at the boxes of stuff we have, and it's pretty good stuff. Uh, yeah. It's just sitting here waiting for somebody to claim it. I posted a whole list of the stuff for the winner, Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to be taking pictures of it and putting it on Facebook, so by the time this podcast comes out, this episode comes out, there will be pictures on Facebook so you can see all the stuff. Yeah. And then uh, there's also going to be a runner-up prize. We had so much stuff to put in our package, we ended up with two packages. Nice. So for the runner-up, all you're going to have to do is enter. So you just have to send us your idea or your concept of our mascot, your actual execution of it. And it's just got to be an image or of some type. Either you did a, a, a custom-made figure yeah. And you took a picture of it and sent it to us, or you actually drew us a picture, or you used Photoshop, something that gave us a, a great mascot. Yeah, there's some comics in here, movies, movies action figures. Games, games, video games. build piece figures, Rubik's Cube. So That's not the winning box? That's not the winning box. Wow. So, uh, So all you have to do is enter, and as long as you enter, you're at least going to be in the drawing for the runner-up prize. If you send us a submission and you are the winner... It's an even better prize. So, the winning prize is about a hundred dollar value. Yeah, and the yeah, runner up prize, stuff in here. yeah, the runner up prize is about a fifty dollar value. So, I haven't reorganized that box yet.
1: So. Oh, yeah, so you, you got the uh, icons of Evil Beast Man sitting on top of here. I might snag that on the way out.
0: No, you're not, because you have that.
1: I know, but I want more.
0: <laughs> so, a lot of great stuff, a lot of great prizes. So, please send your entries in. Uh, contest, again, ends on June 20th. Uh, if We don't get any submissions. We're going to have to run it longer. We but might run it no longer. <laughs> but, uh, but we definitely want some submissions, so uh, please send them in. Again, it ends on June 20th. And, again, you can send your submissions to starjoespodcast at gmail.com. Which brings up another good point is we are now on Twitter as well. Yeah, we're tweeting. Yeah, we're at uh it's at Star Joe's Podcast. Can you believe it that Star Joe's was already taken? I had to do Star Joe's podcast. No shit. So uh it's at Who had that? I don't know. I didn't look. Who's ripping us off? So it's at Star Joe's Podcast, uh, is all you have to do is to look us up and pretty much all I've been doing posting on there is like when we're gonna record, what we're gonna record, that type of stuff. Just kinda updates uh, most of the updates that you already are going to get on Facebook, but maybe a couple extra ones you'll get on Twitter if you're following us. And we already had—I uh, think it was Bob Wookie. Oh yeah, he—he he already found us. Nice. I didn't. All I did was post about it on Facebook page, and he went and found us. So we are tweeting live. Yeah. So. Uh, so, Wookiee you're awesome for, for finding us and already following us. So. I gotta figure out how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to figure out how to get on Facebook, dude. I'm on Facebook. You're on Facebook on the account I set up. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is true. <laughs> All right. So I don't need Dateline showing up on my house. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they don't show up at your house unless you're going after underage girls. <laughs> I don't need Dateline showing up at my house. <laughs> All As right. I said. So, uh, <laughs> that being said, Let's go ahead into our first segment. Can you believe it? We fifteen minutes in. We have to now. We're getting to our first segment. Awesome. So um, these things
1: are flying by.
0: Although we're fifteen minutes in with the blooper content, so oh, that's good. Uh, whatever. We'll edit it. Yeah. So you'll get that later. So uh, we'll go into the uh, Jedi Holocron.
1: Jedi Holocron.
0: Okay. I love that guy. Yeah, he's 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 a good guy. Oh, you eight one two. He's a great robot. He did not like me very much, though. So. I can't imagine why. He he, he doesn't. He, he's very vocal about that, too. I don't know. I have we, no problem with him. You'll find out when we have him on. We hang. Uh, yeah. He's told me. Whoa. So.
1: <laughs> like I say, man, I'm rocking the loincloth.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, not too many books to cover today. Uh, well, we're not even into the books yet. This is still covering the people. <laughs>
1: We covering again? This is the
0: Jedi that. holocron. Oh, is this not Springfield tattoo. No, this is not Springfield Tatooine. All right, let's go with it. All right, so we had some new forum members. Okay, uh, Zevik, who posted finally, he said he's been listening for a while. But yeah, Bacon Face, Bacon yeah. Face guy. Yeah. yeah. Now he's your avatar. He changed his avatar to him in a, a picture of him and his uh, girlfriend. Yeah, his lady. Yeah, uh, I think his real name is Eric. Did I'm him? not sure if he wants us revealing it. I'm not giving his last name. Okay. Just, I don't give your last name. I'm not All giving right. his last name. Okay. <laughs> um, then it's, we also it's a lovely little cartoon. On the yeah. So it's it's very, course. it's a very cool one. Uh, and I think he had that done at Super Show. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I do believe. Yep. Yeah. And then we also had uh, Yoda Jones. Yeah. Who posted once to chime in about uh, who was uh, who? Do you have funny feelings about yeah. of the GI Joe Legion character? Of yeah. He uh, he wanted to. Comment on whether he liked Lady J or Scarlet or Baroness and all of that. So,
1: and my my always, you know, I always go with the redheaded girl because you got a soft spot in your heart for the little red-headed girl like Charlie Brown.
0: Yeah, but Scarlet wasn't like lacking for the guys following her. No, nope. so it wasn't wasn't like the typical little redheaded and again, girl. Again, I I do like a dirty girl. Yeah, well, I like Lady J. I like the gir- good girl, short brown hair. So. They're not always good when you get them behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah. So, we also had a couple new countries uh, that joined joined listening to us. We had somebody in Nigeria. Okay. So, we're in Africa solidly now. Awesome. Uh, We also had New Zealand. Wow. So, uh, it looked like based on the map that the few people we had in Australia that listened to us must have swam across... And told the New Zealanders. told the New Zealanders. Nice. Because they're all kind of in that lower area of Australia. Maybe that's where the reception kicks in. Maybe. I don't know. Good. We're and there. We're talking. So, yeah. Uh, only a couple questions this time. Okay. Uh, so we had uh, Manticore ask us a question. Uh, my buddy Manticore. Yeah, your buddy Manticore. Uh, whatever. Um, right. I can never tell if he's on your side or my side. I, I think, think he plays both. I think he's on his side. Nice. So, uh, but Typical DC guy. That's right. What's wrong with DC guys? Nothing. They're not Marvel guys. I know they're better. Woo! <laughs> All right. So he wanted to know, uh, and this will probably come out a little too late, uh, at least for his one one of his questions. He said, uh, "I forget if you've already se- uh, said, but are y'all coming?" He said, "Y'all, nice. y'all coming to Heroes this year?" Uh, there's also Baltimore Con later know. this year. Yeah. So. Unfortunately, I'm not going. Are you going? No. No, we're not going. And it's not that we don't want to go, and maybe I said that a little too emphatically, that no, I'm not going. No, hell no. <laughs> we went to that last time, we were mugged. No, we're not going. Um, no, I would love to go to HeroesCon. I've heard it's probably the best convention. Yeah. Um, especially for artists and everything else. Yeah, we're so not going. I would love to go, uh, but yeah, the Super Show is my first yeah. con, and... To go from going to just no from going to, from no cons to a bunch of cons might be a little bit too much shock to the system for my wife. <laughs> you to work your way up to it. I gotta work my way up to it. Yeah. So um, he did
1: show us some uh, you know, pretty cool drawings yeah. that he had of Nightwing. Yeah. With a pent up collar. I yep. like that. And he also showed us some uh, comic books he had signed. By Larry Hammond Larry Hamm- Joe's and stuff. He had some
0: drawings done I know
1: that was really cool He had a rock oh, and roll
0: Yeah it was awesome I know it's Good stuff so, uh, so sadly we won't be at those conventions I know But if you guys are coming to
1: maybe Mid-Ohio Con We might make an appearance there
0: Oh yeah I'm I'm hoping to go there. yeah, um, cuz it's it's in our backyard. That's so. what I'm saying. Yeah. Then Wizard was supposed to do something in Cleveland. They're supposed to do something in Cleveland. Uh I'll be going yeah. to the that one because That's yeah, that's right. That's 10 minutes away. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um and then there was the Columbus Toy Show Columbus we're Toy
0: Show we're talking Ohio about to. going yeah. to.
1: So that's three things right there.
0: Yeah. I that. know you'll be at all of them. I'm Probably gonna, yeah. I'm going to definitely be at the Wizard one. I'm hoping to go to at least one either the Mid-Ohio Counter or the Toy one. Yeah. Um, and before we go, we'll post a thread on there for
1: like maybe a month yeah. in advance, letting you guys know that we're going to go and where it's at and the directions and what, yeah. what we'll be wearing. Like we'll wear a blue shirt or something yeah. like this, so people could find us and say hi. If you guys go to these things and you guys want to stop and say hi to us, you know, please don't hesitate to come up and to us and say, "Yeah, you know, are you Star Joe Chuck or Star Joe Ryan?" And
0: or just are you Ryan or Chuck?
1: You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, there might be another guy named Chuck, and he don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah we'll hang out with you guys we'll talk to you guys I mean you know, absolutely maybe we'll have lunch with you guys you know
0: yeah the who knows? if they're buying well maybe I'll pay okay Mr. Moneybags yeah you never bought me lunch oh these are our fans oh okay you insult me. <laughs> 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 but it makes for good entertainment it does our fans really like it when we bicker Well maybe if you go I'll buy you lunch our, our fans really like it when we bicker we're, we're finding that out. Yeah, it's like the odd couple. <laughs> and the thing is, we're not doing it for the show. We bicker all the time. I know. <laughs> I mean, we are friends. We do get along. I don't know why you let me in your house, but <laughs> but other than I have a room here. But we we rarely agree on stuff. And as the show has been going on, we've been getting more comfortable on the show not agreeing with each other <laughs> I know.
1: people catch us and eating and lunch together uh, at work and they're like are you guys friends yeah really <laughs>
0: yeah really we do a show together yeah you don't see that you
1: don't pick up on this chemistry
0: you're not listening to the show all right so then we also had uh, a question from bill etm
1: oh yeah hey special thanks to you guys for that shout out on your show there yeah episode uh, 20 yeah exploring the multiverse
0: that's awesome yeah it was really cool Uh, Put our logo up there and everything. Sweet ass. Yeah, you guys, if you're not watching them and listening to them, you you need to start. I'll tell you what, um, I actually listened to it about five or six times. That's because you have an ego problem. I do, and I got stroked. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. All right, so Bill's question was, and you actually already answered this on the forums. Yeah, it's the
1: funniest thing. you posted that question, and I was doing research for a future show, and I just had it, so I'm like, Okay, I'm just gonna give it to him. I, I got it
0: right here. Yeah, and and I gave Chuck shit for it because I was like, you didn't think of maybe answering it on the show, just like maybe printing it out and saving it for the show. I'll let you read it. That's what you do. I don't. I ain't reading shit that you did. Wow. Um, so anyway, it's good stuff. <laughs> um, but we figured since we, even though we answered it on the forums, yeah, we figured there's probably some people that aren't going to the forums, which you should. But if you're not, yeah, that's fine. We'll give you the answer here. Uh, but his question was. Whatever happened to the Marvel Legends line? It was one of uh, it was the one I was collecting the most, and it just stopped. Also, before it stopped, they started coming out with some crap-made figures. Why was that happening? Yeah. So you got the answer for that? You remember the answer? for oh, that? Oh,
1: that was quite a long time ago. Yeah. Basically, what had happened was the company
0: who was doing them—the um, name escapes me right now—Toy Biz. Toy Biz. Yeah. They went bankrupt. Well, yeah, and basically, well, they were. Not doing too bad, but what happened was Marvel in 2007, I know this because I re-looked, up, re-looked looked her, Yeah, I looked up the information. I know, I love it when you do this. Yeah, well, fuck it. All you have to do is look at the forum too for the questions that we're going to be covering. Okay. It's the ones we haven't asked before. I'm the comic guy. <laughs> um, so anyways, basically, Marvel in 2007 uh, sold the licensing rights. Right. And so Toy Biz couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, they couldn't do it anymore. And Hasbro bought it. And no offense to Hasbro, because they do make figures that I love, but yeah. they did a real piss-poor shit job with it. Yeah,
1: they, I think they were actually rushed to put them out, because yeah. they had the license. Yeah. Whereas Toy Biz had a nice thing
0: going. but They made some solid figures, Toy Biz did. Yeah.
1: I mean, the 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 ones you're getting now, Marvel, you know, from Hasbro, the Marvel Universe. Yeah. The three and three-quarter ones.
0: I like them. They're not bad. Yeah, I like them, but I love the six-inch figures. I do, too. So, I do, too. As
1: opposed to the DC classics, right? they're way far superior I would be in, in a, every way to oh the yeah. Marvel Universe. First. I would
0: be in a lot of trouble if they started making Star Wars six-inch figures. Oh, my God.
1: I was talking to somebody else about that. Can you imagine?
0: No. I would have to get one of everyone. I would, too. And, that, and I don't think
1: they've ever been done that size before.
0: No, they never have, and I, uh, I would probably be divorced. Because I would spend all of our money, and my wife would leave me. (laughs) Then I can move in. (laughs) I wouldn't have a house anymore to move into. (laughs) Then you can move in. Maybe I can move in. (laughs) Yeah. Either way, bring your (laughs) figures. So that was all the questions we had this time. So, uh, guys, if you have anything else you wanted to ask us uh, for a future episode, go to on the forums. There's a question the holocron thread. There's also a question the holocron thread on our Facebook page as well. If you go to the discussion thread. So. That's all I had with that. Uh, Ready to go into the issues now? Yeah, let's cover that. All right. Uh, We're going into uh, From Springfield to Tatooine. From Springfield to
1: Tatooine.
0: Okay. Hey, thanks, buddy. Uh, We'll catch you later. I love that (laughs) robot. I know. He loves you, too, unfortunately. Well, we have a bonding going on that you just don't understand. I don't really need to know about that bond. (laughs) Metal love. Especially with metal, I don't... Welded to him? I don't know. I don't know. So, anyways, we only have uh, three issues to cover this time. Yeah, we have G.I. Joe Origins, number 15, The Origin of Snow Job. Right. We have uh, Star Wars Purge. So, I mentioned that last episode. Right, uh, and um, We just didn't get a chance to get to it. So Transformers
1: Ironhide Special, number one.
0: Yeah. All right. So, uh, let's do the Star Wars one first. Let's go into Star Wars. People have uh, been waiting for that. Yep. So, this
1: was Star Wars
0: Purge. And uh, they've done a lot of Purge issues before. They're one-shots. One-shots, yeah. So they're great. If you want to check out what uh, Dark Horse is doing with Star Wars, checking out a Purge issue is perfect. This is actually, I believe, the third one that they've done. And this one's called Star Wars Purge, the Hidden Blade. Okay. So yeah, I don't uh, want to like, know where the blade is hidden. The gay blade. <laughs> so... And it's got a cool-ass cover of Darth Vader on Yeah, front. it's got some awesome artwork. This was actually done, it was written by Hayden Blackman. Okay. Uh, so maybe that's where the hidden blade is. Maybe. Is in the Blackman? Whoa. Whoa. It's going to be a big blade. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey now. laughs> and the art was done by uh, Chris Scalf. Not Chi? S-C-A-L-F. Not what? Chi? Not Chi. Uh, no, bad. Chi was from... from uh, I like his work. Chi was from Transformers, dude. Yeah, I like yeah. the word. Okay, well, he's not associated with Dark Horse. She <laughs> get a job there. So, uh, and I actually heard that, and Chris Scalf actually also did the cover art. So, and I actually heard he's supposed to be doing more. Okay, uh, which would be great because it's just amazing well, it art. Really, it it's really amazing nice. artwork. So, basically, I'm going to just read the preview here uh, yeah. for it because sure. it kind of sets up what the issue's about. Go for it. it says Order Sixty Six triggered the era of the Empire. As the Republic secured a victory over the Separatists, Jedi on every battlefield of the Clone Wars were attacked by their own troops. Few escaped the purge. On the lush and thickly forested planet of Otavan, Otavan 12, sorry. Otavan 12, yeah. yeah. The Empire has built a base dedicated to the construction of ADAT walkers. Nice. The native Otavi are few, but they still fight to remove the Imperial presence from their homeworld. Attacks by the Otavi have grown enough to disrupt work. Now Emperor Palpatine has sent Darth Vader to keep the workers moving, but Vader senses more than angry natives may lie at the heart of the Empire's troubles on this world. This one, this issue is really important. To read that preview, okay, to really understand kind of what's going on. Yeah. So, so we open up and uh, we see the Otavi are actually attacking the facility, and they y'all keep blasting and. The, the troopers are just mowing them down. They're saying, oh, no good, more target practice. And then the Otavi say, hold back until the uh, until I place the charges. So they moved in enough for that. But just as this Otavi chick is about to place the charges, all of a sudden Darth Vader swoops down with his blade, yeah. a, a blazing. Blazing lightsaber. And he just starts slashing everyone. It's your basic Vader. Yeah, exactly. So then after he takes them all out, the commander there says, Lord Vader, you can't keep taking these unnecessary risks, and he's like, they pose really no risk to me, General. Then we go inside to the facility, and we see a huge ed walker there. Yeah. And Vader goes and talks to the Emperor, and he says, you know, I'm feeling that there's something more going on here. I'm kind of sensing a disturbance in the force. Right. The Emperor says, I need you to, uh, I think your judgment's being clouded. I need you to stay there at the base. Uh, you may never, you may not leave that base, and if you do leave that base, then you may, may never leave that planet ever again. So, basically, yeah. Ember's laying his pan down, saying, yeah, it's "Keeping it strong." Yeah, you you do not leave that base, uh, no matter what. Well, Vader, of course, uh, heads out because he he doesn't listen to the, his master, and he because he is picking up something that's going on out in the forest, and all of a sudden, one of the soldiers is about to fire on somebody that's coming in. And Vader says, no, wait. And we see a soldier actually coming that's pretty badly beaten up and bruised. He got the shit kicked out of him, basically. It happens. Yep. So he says, says as he's dying, the soldier says as he's dying, he's like, Lord Vader, the enemy, they have a Jedi. Well, that's all Vader needs to hear. He's like, oh, screw the Emperor, I'm going to get this Jedi. Yeah. So, and that's really what the Purge issues are about. They're about Vader hunting down Jedi. So he heads out to the wilderness... We come across a camp there, and some guys sitting around talking. There's a hooded figure there. They kind of sense that something's coming. They also notice Vader in the distance, and Vader comes swooping in and hacks a couple of them down. And all of a sudden, the Jedi reveals himself, and he starts fighting them. And Vader says, "You will not defeat me." The Jedi says, "By surviving this long, I already have." So Vader, 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 Vader. Vader snitch off. Vader snistle. <laughs> so then Vader says, what's your name? And he says, Jedi. And nice. he smashes him across the side of the head with a lantern. Not a green lantern. just a, a royal lantern. No, not a royal lantern either. It was a blue lantern. Ooh, so blue hope, lantern. Hope. 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 Yes. And he says, tr- Vader As says. As in a new hope. Yes. There you go. It all comes together. The show writes itself. <laughs> so Vader says, trickery will not save you. Uh, now to see who you are and he takes off his hood and he says a padawan where's your master so vader realizes this is not a jedi yeah. he says in route to the uh, his starship once he escapes otavan you'll never find him so he says then you will not delay me any longer F- swoops him off picks up uh, ends up picking up both his lightsaber vader's lightsaber as well as the padawan's lightsaber and he says, your will is strong, but not strong enough. And he just kind of makes like a little scissor yeah, out of him yeah. and kills him.
1: Didn't Anakin do that too? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that touch. That was nice. So, I noticed that. Absolutely. So then uh, we see that Vader's getting a, he has a little probe bot with him. He's communicating back to the base and he says, and they're telling him, if the Jedi has a starship, it must be hidden somewhere on the mound. Uh, the peak is beyond even their scanners. So he decides he's gonna head out to this mound. Well, then some more of the Otavi uh, troops show up and they start shooting at him and they shoot a rocket launcher at him, which was just a big ass mistake because Vader just waves his hand yeah. and it goes into the mud. Well, all of a sudden they yell out, "It's done, flee!" And then they act all of a sudden the device gets activated. Here they weren't actually shooting a missile at him; they were shooting this device that would call upon this huge ass beast out of the swamps. See here if you look on on the page there it just it's a full page spread of this giant fucking monster that <laughs> Yeah like it, it looks like, like a wild the, monster on steroids. It look something. yeah it looks like a rancor that lives in a swamp and yeah, sort of yeah and has I don't know was on crack yeah, it's so. <laughs> kind of Dagobah monster or something. Yeah. So then all of a sudden it it stomps down and Vader nails it with his lightsaber, but it doesn't. That's like a gnat hitting you. So, yeah. uh, he, it grabs Vader and is about to put uh, about to eat him. Vader all of a sudden is in pain and he yells out, "Stop!" He says, "You will release me." So he actually calls upon the creature's mental abilities. He uses his Jedi mental powers to make it stop. And he says, "You do not want to kill me any more than I want to kill you," and he destroys the device that was controlling the creature. Nice. So then we actually go to the mound of Dijondi. Dijondi? Of course. Yeah. You know, good Star Wars names. Yeah. You get those all the time. Mess with my goddamn mouth. Um, so wow. <laughs> so anyways. Uh, what you do in your own time is your own business. Hey, Whatever. So all of a sudden we see the Jedi is sitting up there. The Master sitting up there. And he says, I didn't expect you to find me so quickly. And Vader says, I had... I had help, and here he's riding that giant Rancor type monster. And he says, uh, the Jedi Master says, Yes, I knew you'd realize lightsabers are useless against the Sugati. So that's the name of the that's species. The of it, yeah. He says, and find the species only real weakness is they are just smart enough to fall victim to the Jedi mind trick. He says, Of course you're you're no Jedi, are you? So Vader asks him where a starship is, and he says there never was a starship, but you shouldn't be more concerned. That your right is leaving you, so that that monster actually goes away. So then, all of a sudden, they get into a battle, and Vader is pretty much kicking this Master Jedi's ass. And uh, but there's a doubt. Well, come on, it's I don't Vader. know the history of this Jedi. He, Doesn't matter. It's he, Vader. Yeah, well, he kick any Jedi's ass. Not any Jedi's ass. So all of them at one time. Well, here's he might not be as good as you thought because. The Jedi goes, such precision, and he goes, I meant to take your whole hand, not just your lightsaber. So, evidently, he's a little off yeah. on, his, on his hitting there. The Jedi says, fortunately, I've kept a second blade, which was just like a sword. And Vader says, so have I. And he, he actually kills him with the Padawan's lightsaber. Yeah, nice. He says, uh, tell me, Vader says, tell me uh, your name before I kill you. And the Jedi says, Hylan, in the language of my people, it means trickster. So it's kind Highlander? Of like, so, no, not Highlander. Oh, oh. Uh. But he's a trickster, kind of like Loki. Yeah. So. I like that. Yeah. And he says. Anytime uh, you can work a good Thor reference in Star Wars, it's nice. No. Uh, anyways, I just did that because I thought you'd appreciate I that. Did. So I, did. I occasionally am nice to you. I know. Not often, but. Not on the forums. <laughs> <laughs> so Vader says, uh, You came up here with no hope of escape. Why? He says. Uh, the Jedi Master says, go back to where you belong and all will be clear. So Vader heads back to the base as the Jedi dies. And here he finds out the at base is completely destroyed. And in the middle of all the wreckage, he finds that device that had called the creature initially. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, he looks up and the Emperor is there. with yes, two, coming to dinner. <laughs> with two Royal uh, Guardsmen. Yeah. Vader says, Master... The emperor just turns away, gets back on his ship, and he says, "Meditate on your failure here," and he flies off. Yeah, pretty much keeping his promise that hey, if you left, the, if you leave the base, you're probably not going to leave the planet. So Vader is right for right now stuck on the planet. Obviously, doesn't stay there. Yeah, but he's but it's um, just
1: another way of like you know
0: Anakin Vader not listening and following directions. Yeah. and so. I love the whole trickster because in the end, the Jedi won. Yeah, he died, but he won. Yeah, whatever. All right, so going into uh, you got the GI Joe Origins. Yeah, it's GI Joe Origins number
1: fifteen, uh, Snow Job issue here. So it's pretty nice. Cool. You got you know alternate
0: covers here. It's still an awful name for character. What Snow Job? Snow Job. Yeah. It's kind of like something you get in the winter time. Yikes. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're not even gonna touch that. Although that's my. That's favorite. what she said. <laughs> Although that's my favorite.
1: Uh, right around this is Meryl Hagen. Okay. And the artist Klaus uh, Sherwinski. Sure. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, we open up, starting out, seeing some poachers here. Looks like in the Antarctic, and they're coming up on some baby seals. I'm going to start shooting them and getting the pelts, and you know, just poaching. Yep. And all of a sudden, uh, there's a shot fired on them, and their motor on their little uh, motorboat raft boat is taken out. And you see a guy in the distance there, and he starts giving off a little. <laughs> And he's like, uh, then you, another guy walked on, you proud of yourself, snow job? He goes, and
0: it's Ace. It's Ace. Yeah. yeah.
1: So Ace walks over and he goes, you know, we're really not even supposed to have a military presence here in Antarctica. No one's supposed to know we're here, especially firing on civilians. You know, what the hell are you doing kind of thing? And he goes, first of all, there aren't civilians or civilians, poachers. Second of all, they got what they had coming to them because they're just killing those things for, you know. For sport. Yeah, and he goes, what yeah. happens if you accidentally shoot a poacher? He goes, come on, Ace, I never miss. He goes, that's not what's in your record, dude. He goes, what are you down here for? He goes, I'm getting some practice, and, you know, like, my test is up. My Marchman's test is up, so I want to take it. He goes, you know what? Get your stuff ready. We're going back to America in an hour, so, you know, get ready to go. So he gets in the, the looks like the plane, the helicopter there. I don't know if it's a helicopter or a plane. I think it's a plane. I think it's a plane. Again.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't think you can get a helicopter down in the Arctic. That's what I'm thinking. It's got to be a yeah. plane of some sort of big, giant plane.
1: So he gets, he gets in there, and he starts, you know, taking a little nap because it's a long flight. And he gets a wake-up call, and he goes, what's going on? He goes, we got an emergency communicator from Scarlet." So Scarlet tells him that, hey, uh, bad news, Snow job. We need you in Venezuela right away. He goes, Venezuela?
0: That's the thing that killed me, too. Because yeah. if you remember, on the, the cover that they showed, which is the cover I actually ended up with, it showed a case file on the cover that said yeah. Venezuela. And we were both going, what's going to be yeah, happening? Yeah, you, you
1: got cover B, and I've got cover A.
0: Yeah, and you had Snow Job on the cover. And you had Venezuela, and we were both like... Why would they put an Arctic soldier in Venezuela? And it it ended up making sense in the issue.
1: It makes sense right now because what they tell him is, you're the closest guy we've got to the situation. Right. It's a pretty hot zone right now. They're thinking about it, and there's an attempt to assassinate the president of Venezuela in the next couple hours. And he's like, what's that got to do with me? And he goes, well, you're the closest guy there. We need somebody there to take the president out of harm's way. And he's like, you know, I'm a dressed in my you know arctic gear here yeah it's gonna be a little hot it's gonna be a lot <laughs> hot he's like you know what she goes i don't even want to send my arctic soldier into venezuela but you're the only guy i've got right, right. now i'll send help whenever i can
0: and did you notice that the uh the other person that's there with scarla is the female yeah, dial, female dial, dial tone, dial tone. Yeah. yeah i was like okay is, is that cover girl and then i looked and there's the actual name her name tag is actually there it says dial tone. dial tone yeah so
1: i did notice that uh, and you think he can handle it, she dialed to and says, and he goes, well, he's really out of his element on this one, but he's all we have to work with. She goes, well, what's he coming back to the States anyway? He goes, well, his marksmanship, profi- marksmanship profic- proficiency test.
0: Say that three times. Last. I know. <laughs> I mean, I need a drink here. So that, that was almost proficiency test. Now, now you know what I go through with Star Wars names. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: So he's a decent shot, but he swears he's gotten better, and no one knows if it's true or not. So then he, he's in Venezuela, and he's getting a ride from one of the local guys. and He goes, hey, are you an admiral? He goes, why? You asked that. He goes, well, your uniform, it's all white. And he goes, yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So then you see him. He's at the, I guess, the presidential capital here in Venezuela. He's arguing with one of the dignitaries. He goes, look, you've got me. You know, I'm here. Yeah, I'm an Arctic soldier, but you know what? I'm all you got. So you either take it, or you know what? Somebody's going to assassinate you, because that's why I'm here. So anyway, he goes, he agrees and Snowjob goes, well, you know what, you got to give me a coat here, because at least I'll look like I don't stick out like a sore thumb. So they, they take the president, they take him down the stairs, and I look to evacuate him really quickly. And all of a sudden, sniper shots all over the place. Yep. So we have a car exploding, uh, we have sniper shots coming out, and they're like yelling, take the president behind, get behind the wreckage. And he goes, Snowjob, this is so stupid. He goes, anybody would have seen this coming, and he's just second-guessing himself all the way here. So he goes, uh, you know, what are we going to do? He goes. There's a couple of guys on top of the stairs because he's got some bodyguards with him from the president. Yep. And he goes, "You guys go over here. You guys do this." He goes, "That was your plan, you idiot, to put us in this position."
0: I love that too. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "So this was your plan all along to get us pinned down here." Yeah.
1: <laughs> he goes, "Well, uh, I was going to. It was going to be assassinated an hour ago. So let me see. You're in my hands now." He um, goes. He starts thinking to himself. He needs something to do. So he goes, "You know, hey, uh, let me see your watch." So he takes the guy's watch. He goes what are you going to do? Is this going to work? He goes, I don't know. I hope so. And he throws <laughs> this thing, which looks like a hockey puck, but it ends up being a his ski wax.
0: Well, and what they think it is, they think it's... They think it's plastic. It's plastic. Yeah. No, plastic. Plastique. Plastique. Yes. The, uh, they think it's a bomb. Yeah, exactly. So he,
1: he puts the guy's watch inside of his ski wax. Right, exactly. And he throws it at him and they
0: think it's a bomb, so they all run out. Then he just... Takes him off. And I love that, too, because he's just like, I'm trapped. Shit, it's almost like a MacGyver movie. Yeah, it's like, almost a MacGyver, yeah. it's that's like, what I thought of. Let, let's see. Uh, give me your watch. Give me the ski wax, and I'm just going to pitch it and hope they think it's a bomb. Yeah, he
1: goes, <laughs> you know he, he goes to the president goes, hey, if you want your watch box, it's in the top of the stairs with my ski wax canister. He's a little sticky, though. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes, what are we going to do now? He goes, well, uh, you got to run for the Capitol with your president here. Make a break for it. He goes, I want you guys to go. So he, hurry up, Mr. President. Let's go.
0: Because the sniper is still out there. Yeah.
1: So now he's like, the, the president's out of the harm's way, it looks like here. And Snowjob's got to track down the sniper. And he's looking around. He goes, come on, just show me that muzzle flash. He goes, there it is. So he starts blowing people away. Here, did you get him? He goes, I can't tell. He goes, the pre- how's the president? Oh, he's fine. Because that's all I needed to hear. Yep. And then he starts running around. And he starts popping out. You know, he tries to open a door. He can't get it. So he knocks out the glass here with his rifle butt. And he goes, where's that sniper? You know, he goes, I left the window open. And all of a sudden he sees a sniper light bullet. Go right across well, his...
0: Well, I think it was actually a bullet. It might have been. That just whizzed right past his nose. Yeah, Either that or it's the light from one of the sniper rifles. That wouldn't scare me as much. The light? Bullet might scare me a little bit more. A little bit more, yeah, sure. He goes, he goes
1: well, you could have been a... Well, I there wouldn't, Because the, he said, are you alive, American? Because I said, right.
0: did I get you? Yeah, well and that was one of the reasons I thought it was a bullet. The other reason is usually the sniper light is going to be a red beam, and this yeah. is like a yellow beam. Yeah, So I'm, I'm thinking it's like the bullet that whizzed by, so... Yeah.
1: He goes, you know what? I, I knew you I knew you were American, because we don't get too many red-headed Venezuelans down here. <laughs> so he goes,
0: uh, the president's safe, I guess, that made your
1: day, right? And he goes, uh, so up, what's happening is he gets him to fire on him again. The snow job jumps through the window and starts firing on the guy. And what ends up happening here, he got him pinned down again because the sniper ends up firing at the snow job back. They're exchanging fire. Yep. And he, he, sh- he says to himself, never miss, never miss. So he pops up because the guy doesn't know where he is. He's a little closer than the, the guy thought. Mm-hmm. So he pops up and he shoots. And you see the guy fall down. It looks like he's died. And he goes, uh, well, look at that, uh. Good a job as I'm a, I'm a good a shot as I say I am. What ends up happening is he hits the actual rifle butt yeah. of the uh, the sniper there, and he ends up smacking him in the face with his
0: own gun. Now, do you think he was actually that good or just that lucky? Of course, he's that
1: good. <laughs> That's what he says. He goes, "Now I can tell people I am that good." And he he tells you know who do you work for? Blah blah blah. What's going on? He goes, "The Black Hoods is my team." Black Bloods. Yeah, Black Hoods. Black Bloods. What's a hood? I'm thinking of the Red Hood from Batman. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. The, the Black Bloods. You're thinking of the Hood. The Hood. The Hood. I don't live in the hood, dude. <laughs> I know, I know. No, it's
1: the Black Bloods. The Black Bloods. Uh, my team is part of the Black Bloods. And he goes, the Black Bloods? Like, you know, what the hell is that? So he ends up reporting back to Dial Tone, the female, and Scarlet here, what's going on. And he goes, uh, you know, in theory, ladies, first real solid lead I've had in a while here. So he goes, well, what do we do next, ladies? And he goes, well, you know, you've still got some, uh, you know, a little bit of R&R left, and we'll make sure you get some more fun in the sun here. And you still got to do your, your your test here. And he goes, uh, well, you can cancel that fun out. I've had enough fun in the sun for all I
0: can take. Yeah. So it ends up being a pretty nice little story. Yeah, he says, it's all the heat I can handle. So.
1: Yeah, it's a little nice self-contained story about Snow Job, which is one of the characters I do like. Yeah. and It just gets him out of his element, which makes the character a little bit more dynamic to me. And
0: it kind of goes back to what we've talked about in the past, which is that it's just, they're doing the right thing now with the G.I. Joe origin book, which is you're getting these short, stories yeah. of the character's origins, or at yeah, least... Yeah, I like that better. Yeah. Now, the thing that they are doing, which is not going to be just a one-issue thing, is that the next issue starts a Zartan uh, origin. it's a two-part or three-part. It's two or three parts, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's all about Zartan and his origin, yeah. which... Finally. Finally. They've yeah. never done a Zartan origin. No, you need it. I mean, we'll... There was a little bit about you know who the Dreadnoughts and stuff like that
1: were, but you never right. got the whole Zartan story. But yeah, this is you're gonna get that. One. This
0: is supposed to actually show like why Zartan is able to do what he does. And all yeah, that I'm looking forward stuff. to it. Yeah, it should be pretty sweet. And we'll cover all that at one time, should we? No, we'll cover it as it goes along. Really? Sure. Why not? Okay. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> could that be a special we'll, Zartan. Uh, we'll figure. Or something? Yeah, we could do that. Maybe
1: maybe a Zartan know. figure review or something.
0: Yeah, that'd be pretty. Well, we already did a figure review of Zartan. I got more. Okay, you got more. All right, we'll bring more. Uh, <laughs> of course, I've got more. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean that that'll be awesome to have because now, Chuck, we're starting to get into your element. We've started with the good guys, and if you notice with Transformers, it's leading in the next step issue has Megatron's return. I know, I know. Now we're gonna have Zartan's origin. I know, I'm so stoked for we're Megatron. We're starting thing. to have Cobra Commander showing up. Yeah, yeah. So all the bad guys are starting to show up now for good, you. Good. All right. So now we got uh, one, just one more issue. Yeah. Yeah. So. Man. Which is going to leave us a lot of time to cover a lot of other stuff, which couple is great. Of top tens, couple of toy reviews, yeah.
1: Um, uh, one other issue, then there's also I wanted a couple of things I wanted to talk about that were on the forums too.
0: Yeah, that's cool. And I got a little rant that I want to go into. Of course you do. It's going to be a short one, but now let's go ahead. With, all right, we'll uh, go into Transformers to, Ironhide yeah, number Trans- one exactly. And this was done by it was written by Mike Costa and the art was by Casey Collar. Casey Collier. Coll- no, there's no I in there. Collar. Collar. I or Koyer, oh, Coyer? could be Coyer. I don't know. I don't They're know. I, I like this.
1: I like this Mike Costa fella here. who's writing his stuff.
0: Yeah, and one I like the art too. I do too. They this just, this yeah. art is how I wish all the Transformers art could be done. This is '80s Transformers at its best. Yes, I mean there's some nice dark this shading going on.
1: Well drawn. Yeah,
0: the colors are
1: awesome. It is. It is a superb book. So I mean, I cannot recommend this book enough. So
0: let's say let's also mention the color colorist just just on this one because the color is amazing on this. So sure. It's, yeah. It's Joanna Lafuenta. Sure. So normally we wouldn't mention a colorist, but it's it's awesome. The the color along with the art on this is amazing.
1: I this of the three books that we've done, this is the one I would recommend as a yeah. must buy.
0: This is what I would have wanted Last Stand of the Wreckers to be. Yeah. I mean, I really wish it was, like, this solid as yeah. far as story and everything. Everything, yeah. So, I mean, granted, it's only the first issue. It might start sucking, but I don't think so. I don't so. know. I don't think so. It's, this looks great. If you guys so. haven't picked this one up, this is a this is a must-pick up. Yeah. So, I'll, we're going to kind of take turns on this one. So, I'll, I'll read what the story is so far, and then you can go right into the okay. issue. yeah. Uh, so, the story so far is the oldest, toughest, and most battle-tested Autobot, Ironhide, has been Optimus Prime's friend and bodyguard for millennia. However, Ironhide was recently killed by human agents wielding Cybertronian technology while the gruff but kind Autobot was doing what he did best, protecting his friends. But now something stirs on his dormant home planet of Cybertron. I know you're a big fan of Ironhide, too. Oh, I love Ironhide.
1: I do, too, but this ironhide this this is great this even makes me like ironhide even more
0: yeah and and the thing that that's great about this too is it this issue is tying into the stuff that's going on to transformers right now now it starts taking place way before that way before so right so why don't you go so ahead and you, jump you do, in
1: there the first page you look at you see cybertron it looks like it's in wreckage and ruins you see a computer beep pan back to way way before that happened here we get a nice splash page it was there. actually
0: what 4 million years ago yeah
1: so way way before that, we get a nice splash page here of the Autobots fighting the Decepticons and Prime's like, you know, hold them, hold them, they can't get, they can't get through here. Yeah, and he you says see all uh, uh, Autobots and They're coming down
0: a thoroughfare, I think is what he says. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: And, and Prime's giving out orders here. and He wants Blur uh, to go break their ranks, and he goes, "What are you going to do?" He goes, "Prime ends up going." He goes, "I'm going to go flank them." What is it? I think that's Windcharger Prowl, ain't it? No, 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 not the bottom. Oh, at the bomb is. He goes, a problem. He goes, where are you going? He goes. I'm going to go flank him because you can't do that alone. It's suicide. He goes. Well, I, I can't let the Decepticons deliver that convoy of energon to the city, or, or the city is going to fall. You know, I'm not going to lose another city.
0: I thought you were asking because uh, uh, there was an Autobot that says I can do it too, Optimus. I'm fast because he was when he was telling Blur to do, yeah, do yeah. what he did, and I think that that, that was might be win, Windcharger. That was yeah. Windcharger. So yeah,
1: but it seems like when, when when he gave that speech about you know I'm not going to lose another city. Like he had a pass failure.
0: Yeah. And he doesn't want to do it again. Yeah, which I'd love to find out what that whole thing was about. Yeah, I know.
1: Uh, so in a, he ends up going and giving the orders to, you know, Prowl, hold the line. I need you here. And he ends up going and, you know, down a dark alleyway here. And you see Ravage in the back corner here. And all of a sudden he gets blasted from the back. And who is it? It's Soundwave. Soundwave, wave, yeah. yeah. So then we have. Uh then he ejects a couple of cassettes. You know, yeah. like Rumble go for his eyes and exactly he pulling his eyes out.
0: He starts jumping all over him. And then what do we see? But Ironhide's wheels crushing down on Ravage right. and knocking Soundwave on his ass. And the next thing you know, you see is uh, Ironhide's fist. Punching the crap out of Rumble's face. Yeah, his face is all busted Just up. Yeah, bashes him.
1: Now I like the Autobot here, but if you look at it, it doesn't look like he did in the,
0: the van van. Right. Exactly. He looks way better. He's
1: more of the spaceship. Yeah, he's got like three different you know tire sets of tires.
0: Yeah. So then uh, Optimus says, "What took you so long?" And Ironhide says, "Well, you know me, Optimus. Slow and steady wins the race because he is kind of that slower yeah. vehicle, yeah. but he is a badass." And we get the the big title, which is Chapter One: The Iron Age, which is where our episode oh, the title comes came from. from. Yeah. So.
1: Okay, then he goes, uh, we go back here, and then uh, you see Ironhide, and he's pulling the body of sa- Soundwave back. He goes, you know, you're planning on doing this all along. You're crazy. You know, you can't flank him by yourself and stop that convoy. He goes, you know, were you going to do it all by yourself? He goes, yeah, well, you were running late, Ironhide. <laughs> <laughs> so then we pan off to the the convoy here, and, and who's in charge of the convoy walking down the street here? Because he I don't know why I'm, it's a jet. Yeah. So he goes, I don't know why I'm down here and not in the air where I could be more useful. And he goes... Megatron says you're on the ground, then you're on the ground. I
0: think that's Thrust. Could be, because this all takes place before Thrust got killed. Yeah. So I think it might be Thrust.
1: Yeah, and then all of a sudden you see that backhand of Iron or Optimus Prime's gun, just smack into the face like he's pissed off up here.
0: So then uh, he jumps out and like they're all of a sudden one of the vehicles, uh, one of the Constructicon vehicles, and I can't really tell because they're in like a space type vehicle yeah, mode. Yeah. He says, "What are you going to do, Autobot? Fight all of us?" And Optimus yeah. says, "No, you'll come quietly." And he, they start laughing, going, "Why would we do that?" And they show a shot of Ironhide up in like a crow's nest, yeah, like with, a sniper position, right? And he's got sound, uh, or yes, sound Soundwave waves blaster. blaster. And he says, "Because I've got my bodyguard covering with sound waves cannon, and if you don't come quietly, he'll detonate the seventy-five tons of energy on you're carrying."
1: He goes, "I'm gonna blow us all up, so let's go."
0: So they said, uh, "You're bluffing," and he goes, "Try me," and. Ironhide just starts laughing, gives a little <laughs> laugh there.
1: And then at, at the end, that you see him there back in the celebration. He goes, You did it, Prime. You did it. You managed you to bring in all the Decepticons without firing one shot. How'd you do it? And he goes, I have a good Autobot underneath me. And, and he goes, Yeah, you do indeed. And that's uh, Prowl there saying that. He goes, I- I'm proud to be. I didn't you know the- they
0: were like that with each other. Wow, shut <laughs> up, dude.
1: <laughs> I'm proud to call you a Prime. You know, sir, you inspire the Autobots. Will you be give, giving an address tonight? And he goes, well, there's no need for that. You know, let the guys have their celebration. Let them have their fun. Then he walks off, and then he's outside talking to, it looks like Cup. Yeah, it's Cup. Cup and Ironhide. The two old veterans, the grizzled
0: guys. Exactly.
1: So he goes, he goes, you know, Cup, I'm a soldier here. Words don't come easy for me. You know, I stumble you know, along here. I've had too many. Yeah,
0: because Cup was telling him that you should have gave him a speech now. And, yeah. And he's like, I'm not really one for speeches. I'm a soldier.
1: Yeah, I've already had too much to drink. So. And
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I had a few. I might say something wrong. Yeah. Cup basically says, "You're a prime now, whether you like it or not. That takes more than soldiering. You got to see p- things past the tactical.
1: Yeah. I mean, and an Ironhead's just totally different. He's on the other side. He goes, Yeah, I agree. There's no reason messing with a good party. Besides. They don't need Optimus Prime busting your, your you know, Decepticon chops, anti-Decepticon chops here.
0: Right. So then Prime says, uh, I do see things, Cup. I see this war, and I think it's going to go on a long time. Well, a lot fore- longer than <laughs> foreshadowing." Longer yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like,
1: why do you see that, Optimus?
0: And he says, because uh, what we're fighting here, uh, we're fighting a philosophy. We're fighting yeah, an idea. idea. Yeah. And that that's never you can't, good. You can't beat an idea. You can't right? really beat an idea. So." Um, and then Ironhide's like,
1: what are you saying, we can't win? He goes, you, you you can't. There's no way you can beat an
0: idea. You can't defeat it. it you can be- only change it. Right. Which goes into the whole transforming again. Yeah. So, which has kind of been what's going on, remember, in the whole Transformers ongoing is they've talked about how they all need to transform, how Optimus is saying he, was, he hoped his people would transform. Yeah. And, 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 and to change the idea, you just have to keep winning battles. So, Optimus heads back in and... Ironhide follows behind yeah, him. He's, and, that's the finest soldier I've ever seen. Yeah. Even though I don't understand him. He's he <laughs> like, yeah, me too, lad. Yeah, so he, Ironhide heads in. He grabs a little Energon drink there. and Everybody's uh, pretty much loaded at this point. Yeah, they're, they're just having a good old time. And Ironhide turns to Streak and he says, uh, have you seen that Autobot over there before? And he says, yeah, I've seen him around. Uh, can't, can't remember, remember his name it, yeah. right now. And you see kind of itchy to you? Or kind itchy? of glitchy, and he says, I don't know, Ironhide, half the guys here are drunk. <laughs> so. Yeah, we've all been drinking.
1: <laughs> so, so you see him constantly staring down Optimus Prime, and Ironhide's staring him down. Yeah, so then, and then all you th-
0: see, him, he reaches for his piece. Yeah, he reaches for his piece, and he kind of changes his face look appearance a little bit. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Ironhide goes, Prime, he jumps in front, and this guy says, Death to Autobots. And it reminds me, wasn't there some Transformers, I can't remember what they were called, but they could impersonate the opposing side, like they pretend, they were, I think they were called pretenders. Pretenders, or maybe. Or something like that. Percy Hines? No. <laughs> where they would look like an Autobot, or they'd look like yeah. a Decepticon. Yeah, anyway, what happens is he fires Jan
1: Optimus Prime, the Autobots, and Ironhide jumps inside, you know, in, in his way to save him, and he gets blasted through the chest. And he ends up waking up like it's a bad dream, going, no. He goes, you know, w- what's this, where am I, Ratchet, Wheeljack, you guys turn the lights off? And he goes, thanks for patching me up, guys. Where is everybody? And he walks through the, the building and he goes, what's going on? And he can't believe what he sees. He sees Cybertron in mess. It's all ruined. It's all it's all
0: right. gone. And here it's Cybertron today, yeah. not four million years ago. And he's like, Where is everybody? And it, we get it to be continued. Right. Now here's the only thing I was confused with this issue. Is he got blasted on Earth and that's where he died. Mm-hmm. And this is supposed to take and he supposedly woke up today. So did he get transported back? I think he got
1: transported back to Cybertron. Back to
0: Cybertron. And yeah. all he's remembering is that past. That party, yeah. That past, so, because it was so similar as yeah. far as him getting blasted. I'm hoping that'll be, like, cleared up as the issues yeah. go on. I think that's, it will that's, be. That's my... That was my interpretation, too. Yeah, then, but, then the next issue, he
1: goes, your circuits will sizzle. And there's also here, if you guys look and you guys are into these things, there's also an alternate cover by Casey Collier, or Collar. Collar, yeah. uh, Next month, too. So you got a, you got know, a nice issue here, number two, Ironhide. With and another alternate cover. And is it
0: just me, or does it look like on the one cover there that is going to be out he's holding a broken-up Sharktacon.
1: Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. yeah.
0: I wasn't a big fan of the Sharktacons, but we'll see. Or that might be an Insecticon. Could be an Insecticon. Kickback or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. And the other four? Oh, yeah. The other they are showing here, them. Yeah. yeah, it looks like they're showing maybe... I don't know. We'll see. We'll find yeah, out. Yeah, we'll find out. One thing I wanted to throw out there, too, just related to the Transformers, in May, I believe it's in May... Uh, so this month, they are releasing, IDW is releasing volume one hardcover of their Transformers run, which goes all the way back to Infiltration. Yeah. And goes back to Megatron Origins. And the great thing is that they're releasing it in hardbound version in chronological order. Nice. So you get the spotlight issues and everything else. And they're placed in the order that you should be reading should them. Read yeah, where they go. So yeah. that's pretty sweet. So so that's the Ironhide issue. Uh, and that's the three books that we have. Uh, yeah. Of the
1: three, my favorite one was the Ironhide. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, without a doubt. Pick that up, guys. By if far. You had to pick that one up.
0: Close second for me was the Purge issue just because the artwork yeah, was amazing. Art, it was really good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the Snow Job, like I said, it's an origin. It's it's a one shot. It's designed to be a nice little yeah. self contained
0: story. Yeah, it was a solid. I mean, it was there was not a book in this. Week, no, this it wasn't. It that wasn't I didn't a like. One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked all of them. The Snow Job one's good if you like that character and you want that one one shot. You know, the art was good. Yeah, it was certainly uh, there was no bad artwork this time. No, no, like, no everything was good. Really good, everything. good. So really well. it was all awesome. All right, uh, and then, yeah, one other
1: thing I wanted to talk about on the forums here. We've yeah. been going back and forth recently on the forum on the. Um, trading post forum that I saw here. Basically what it is, is you can post stuff that you have kind of like, almost like an eBay, but you know, if you want to sell it, that's your business. It's, it's mostly kind of like for trade. If you have something somebody else wants who's a collector and they want to trade you, you guys, you guys work out a trade. It's on your own. We're not responsible for anybody's stuff. So everybody's an adult. Let's just be that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some, uh, recent stuff. I posted a lot of stuff that I have available. I know yeah. you posted some stuff that you wanted. Right. I don't know if you want to get rid of anything, Mr. <laughs> Order.
0: No, I have stuff I want to get rid of. Like this. those two Blackest Night figures. No, I'm not no. getting rid of the Blackest Night figures. Okay. But uh, I do have stuff I would be willing to trade. I just haven't gone through my stuff to find out what yeah, I have. Yeah, I've got a
1: lot. Of. I just put a, some stuff out there right now. It's mostly G.I. Joe stuff that I have yeah. some extras on and some other stuff. But you guys take a look yeah. at it. And if you find, you know, you want to get rid of some stuff and you don't know where, you know, help a fellow collector out who might be looking for it. Or if you want some things and you don't know where to get it in your local stores and comic book shops and don't have it, and you really can't find a great deal online, you know, check it out, because there's all kinds of things on there.
0: Yeah. And uh, what's the fellow's name? Uh, J.P.? J.P. of South, of SC. Uh, SC. So yeah. we think it's J.P. of South Carolina.
1: Yeah. Th- that guy's on there, and he's posted some stuff, too. He's a nice guy. Uh, just reading the forums back and forth, never really spoke to him. Right. But he's got some uh, Masters of the Universe stuff going on, so if anybody can help him out with that. I know I want some of the Masters of the Universe classics I'm looking for, too, and so is he. So if anybody's got any extra of those, you know, he might be able to work out a trade for right. you guys. So.
0: And I actually, uh, we talked about this, too. I actually felt bad for, I believe it was Manticore, who said he never owned a He-Man. Yeah, what
1: the hell's up with that?
0: Never owned a He-Man figure. Never owned a Transformer. Yeah. I almost want to send him one. Yeah, you have a sheltered <laughs> little childhood, I even
1: though you say you had a great child, and you probably did, I'm not telling you didn't, but if you had like Star Wars and G.I. Joe, that's great and awesome, but to, to live as a child in the 80s and not even have yeah. a Transformer or a Star Wars guy... Or Manticore,
0: like, here, here's what I'm willing to do for you. <laughs> you reach out to me, because I'm familiar with you, and I will see what I can do about getting you either a He-Man figure or a Transformer or maybe both, if you would like one. If you don't really aren't really into it and don't want one, don't worry about it, but... If I he, if Manicord don't want it, I want it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just don't want the guy to be deprived of yeah. those figures. I mean, I felt like when you turned eight years old, you automatically got a He-Man figure. Like set one to was you. mailed to your house, yeah. yeah, or the Easter bunny dropped one off
1: in your basket, or right. you automatically got a small transformer in your stocking by law,
0: right? Like I, I. Not that I expected people to end up with, like, Castle Skull or no, anything like no. that. No, I mean, you might get one or two, and, and that's about it. Yeah, but like, or Optimus Prime. But the, yeah, even if
1: you like Star Wars and G.I. Joe, and that's what you collected, and that's what you were into, you had the one crazy Anne who didn't know what you were like, who barely visited. Right. She would drop off a Transformer or something. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I don't know. But yeah, contact me, Manticore. I know who you are. I mean, I don't know you. I've never met we you. We know your identity. I know your identity. I listen to you on DC Noise, but uh, that that's all I know of you, but... Hey, whatever. Just you know, get in touch with me, man. I'll will t- hook you up somehow. <laughs>
1: oh, also, um, speaking of hooking up, speaking of hooking <laughs> up, we we really got hooked up by one of our listeners out there, um, Starfighter. Yeah, he actually took the time to mail us in a, a figure. If you go back to episode zero, yeah, where we said we'll actually review any figure anybody sends in, but we're going to keep it.
0: Yeah, and I think I actually at some point had yeah. mentioned that I didn't have this figure they sent in to us. And that I really like the holographic figures. And what he sent in to us was the General Grievous exclusive from uh, Toys R Us. Yeah. Of General Grievous as a hologram.
1: Yeah, it's a Star Wars figure from the Clone Wars. And he was really nice enough and gracious enough to send us this figure... You know, through you know the cost of his own shipping, yeah. and cost of his own figure. It was awesome, and it was really super. So we want to send a special shout out to you there. Yes, thank you very, uh, yeah, much. thank you very much. And we're going to review this thing right now.
0: Yeah, so we're going to go ahead into the uh, Kung Fu Grip. Kung Fu Grip. All right, Chuck. Uh, believe it or not, I know this is hard to believe. We're on episode seven. Yeah, and it's and we've actually probably have done. 12, 13 episodes total. Yeah, I know. And we have yet to do a Star Wars toy review. Really? We have not done a Star Wars figure yet. I can't believe that. At all. Didn't we promise to do a... We promised to do a Rancor coverage, And we kept promising. Did that ever get done? I kept promising. Did that ever get done? Well, that's going to get done today. All right. So so what we have today is we actually do have the Target exclusive Rancor figure uh, with the uh, Luke Skywalker in his Jedi Knight uh, outfit. He, he came with the Rancor. So we're going to cover that figure. And we're going to cover the General Grievous hologram figure that was sent to us by Starfighter. Exactly. So uh, which let's, one do you want to start let's with? Let's start with Grievous since it was a All gift. All right.
1: All right. All right. Well, General Grievous, exactly. It is the Toys R Us exclusive from the Clone Wars. General Grievous hologram figure. First look at the figure, I, I love it. Um, just simply by looking at it. Yeah. It's blue. It's... Tr- you know, semi-translucent here, and I am partial to blue figures for some odd reason. I don't you know, like I you like,
0: like Smurfs. That's why
1: I just like blue figures in general. They're really cool. Um, he does come with two sets of arms. Yep. One set holds a holographic gun, and one set hold is another single arm, and he holds a lightsaber. Now, the two alternate arms, you can just pop them right. You off, can pop pop,
0: off. Yeah, you can actually pop his arms off, and he comes with alternate arms that actually have two arms on each connector.
1: Yeah, so it looks like you can hold four lightsabers at one
0: time. Right, just like you did in the movie.
1: Right. So basically, you just you un, un, you just unplug it and plug these other ones right back into the hole. And now you have Grievous here with
0: four with arms. Four arms, and he actually comes with four lightsabers, so you can put a lightsaber in each arm. Right. And again, the lightsabers are the translucent as well. Yeah, everything's all
1: blue. Now, with, with Grievous here, the movement that you're getting, you're getting hips, hips right? That rotate.
0: His hips don't lie.
1: No, not not well. The the, leg, the <laughs> ball joint on the hip of the leg right. there. No knee movement. No ankle or foot movement.
0: You didn't get that Shakira reference, did you? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm not down <laughs> with the current music, brother. I'm not down.
1: Uh, shoulders, you know, swivel. You know, three three sixty here. No movement in the arms or the elbows or the wrists. Uh, but the head does do a three sixty. as Yeah, he as does well. have head movement. And and uh, no. And well, the torso does move. Yeah. I, I can't get the torso to okay it
0: without snapping in half. You sure you're not just twisting it loose? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. And here's one thing, too. Uh, this is a special message out to you, Starfighter. Obviously, we're doing a toy review. Obviously, we're doing an honest review of it. So, anything negative you hear is just us giving the feedback on the figure. As far as the figure itself to the toy company, it's not feedback to you. Yeah, you were great, dude. You were great. We love the figure. Uh, I especially love the figure. Yeah, it's it's going to stay here in the studio. Yeah. Um, so... So we're going to go into some of the negatives about it, but that is no reflection on you sending us this figure. It's no, not, not at all. It's awesome. Not at all. We love the figure.
1: One negative that I have about it is he kind of holds his lightsabers kind of weird.
0: He holds them a little... When a little, you're in
1: all four mode. Yeah,
0: holds them a little loose.
1: Yeah, the two um, lower extremities here tend to hold the lightsabers a little loose, and he is kind of... He's, a, he's uh, a little wobbly to stand up. to stand. you got to put him just right or he won't stand right. And with there's no elbow movement, it has kind of yeah, The got, lightsabers do kind of touch a little bit when you got all four of them. He's activated. got yeah.
0: He's got no <laughs> knee joints or elbow joints or anything like that. Now, here's the, my thinking with that. Now, I have another General Grievous that does have the bending mm-hmm. of the knees and everything else, and I almost feel like maybe they didn't put that in because this figure the, because yeah. he might it he might become loose too quickly. I think what it is is
1: with the translucent plastic they molded it out of one piece instead of oh, that could it be to put it together. Because then you would see this, the molds and the connecting side. That could inside. be. A lot of times they'll do that for you when you've
0: got the uh, translucent figures. They'll just yeah. mold it out of one piece. But, I mean, overall, just I mean, especially for what I use a figure for, which is just I use them as a statue for yeah. display. I mean, I can put him in an awesome pose.
1: Yeah, for display purposes, it's going to be awesome looking. Yeah. For action playing, if you're a little kid, might not be the greatest figure in the world.
0: Right. But you know what? I can... Just because I, I think I have one or two Grievous figures, like regular Grievous, not the hologram yeah. one, none of them are really great for playing with. No, not really. They're great for posing, but they're yeah. not great for uh, for playing. Now, a Grievous, uh, not really a figure, but a Grievous I would love to get my hands on and maybe when we go down to the toy show, mm-hmm. I, I might be able to find them, is the uh, Unleashed, Unleashed one. Unleashed, yeah. The statue-looking one. Yeah. Looks amazing. Those are pretty sweet. Now, I all, all the Unleashed figures look <laughs> awesome. They do. So. They do. And those, some
1: of people have those in the yes the trading post forums. Yeah, so check J- those out.
0: JP actually has a Darth Maul that I'm very interested and in a Luke. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you guys I'm,
1: are into those and you want to post those,
0: yeah, right I'm, away. I'm curious which Luke he has because I actually have the Return of the Jedi Luke. I've got the Hoth one and the X-wing. Yeah, so that's okay. that's pretty awesome. So,
1: but I like him better with his two regular arms because you do get the blaster, holographic blaster too. Yep, and he just looks a little bit better. I think that way. I don't know which way you like him better. in the I way.
0: don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, and going back to my typical complaint, when it comes to uh, figures that come with extra accessories, is I have to store them someplace. Yeah.
1: So. Whereas you just leave them as one pose, and
0: yeah, what I do is uh, you switch them out. I switch them out. So. All right, so that's uh, the general grievous again. Thank you, Starfighter, very, very much. Yeah. For again, it another cool figure. Thank you. Just amazing. So uh, I, I mean, when I, when we said that, I never thought someone would actually say something. I didn't either. Um, we got the best fans. Yeah, we actually have, uh, what, Rock has actually mentioned that he's going to send us some G.I. Joe stuff. Yeah, possibly. And then uh, Bill, uh, ETM, said he's going to send me a Nightwing, because Nightwing is one of my favorite characters, and believe it or not, I do not own a Nightwing figure. Yeah.
1: So again, if we... Where is the love for me?
0: Not being greedy, but you're getting all this stuff. Because I like the cool characters. I guess. (laughs) Uh, Bill did it, Bill's doing it just because he feels bad for me. Yeah. Well, if it's out of pity, then yeah, you need all the pity. Yeah, I, I need get, all right? the pity I can get. So True. Um, I understand it. And Rock, <laughs> Rock is sending G.I. Joe figures and some G.I. Joe stuff. Nice. And I'm assuming it's because that's for love for you as well, because you're awesome. a big G.I. Joe guy. Nice. Now, you might have some of the figures. I don't know. True. We'll find Any out. If I do, I might share. Yeah. <laughs> we'll share them in the studio. All right, there we go. But yeah, so uh, now to go into the uh, Rancor. The long-awaited Rancor. The long-awaited, overdue Rancor. Well, wait, wait, wait. First we'll go into the Luke Skywalker that came with the Rancor. Oh, we're going to save him for last? We're going to save Rancor for last. Okay. So, yeah, the Rancor was a exclusive at Target. Uh, it was about If I remember right It was originally about 40 bucks And then right around Christmas time They made it 50 bucks
1: It might have been 49 Or something like that Well like yeah yeah But it was
0: yeah. about 50 bucks <laughs> But and I remember
1: You did not buy I did Target, not buy did
0: Well no You sneaky sneaky devil Well here's what happened I had asked my wife I put it on my Christmas list Yeah To get the Rancor And I told her If you pay more than 40 bucks it Don't bother Because I don't want you To have to spend too much Right It is, after all, a toy. Yeah, so she ended up telling me that she was going to get me the Rancor because she had enough money for either the Rancor or to get me the microphone for the podcast. Which, yeah, we need the microphone. And she thought I would enjoy more having the microphone, which I agree, 100%. Do you know how much you like that thing? The microphone? The Rancor. Yes. Okay. She it scares the crap out of her actually. I know. So I know. anyways, pretty ugly looking cuss. She keeps. I had it downstairs in the family room, and she kept saying, "Will you please put that thing away?" And she was referring to the raincore. Oh. oh. <laughs> I had to make sure I got that in there first. Nice. So anyways. So you don't wear pants either, do you? Not when you're not around. Nice. Um, so anyway, in my room. So. <laughs> you don't have a room. Shut up.
1: No one else knows that but you. Um, I'm fans now.
0: <laughs> so anyways, I ended up uh, actually getting a decent bonus at work. And so I said to my wife, I was like, hey, would you be offended? Because it was shortly after Christmas. Right. And I didn't want to offend her thinking, having her think I, she got me the wrong thing. So I just said, would you be offended if I actually, with part of the bonus, actually went out and got myself the Rancor? And she said, no, that's cool. Yeah. So at least you asked her that.
1: I would have just went out and bought it.
0: Yeah, and I've made that mistake once before. Yeah. I actually went out one time after Christmas, got something that I didn't get for Christmas, and she said it made her feel like she got the wrong thing. So I wanted to make and sure. Did you say yes? You did.
1: Don't ever. No. Do it again. No. You
0: were that guy. <laughs> no, I wasn't <laughs> that, that guy. guy. <laughs> I wasn't that guy. Okay, good. So Is your um, wife's so a lovely lady. Don't. Yeah, do that. she's a great woman. Don't do that. Um, so I wanted to make sure that she was okay with that, and she was. Okay. Um, but I went on eBay. And found it. I found it, a buy it now, okay. for 50 bucks with the shipping. That's not bad. So It was a pretty th- big
1: box of shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, so it was like, I think it was like 35, 36 bucks, plus the shipping was like 15, $14. You made a good deal So that's what I would have paid at the store for yeah. it. So And I had it shipped to my house. So can't pretty, beat that. You can't yeah, beat that. You
1: gotta that. go outside in the winter and go get it.
0: So Let's the Ran- it. Luke. So the Rancor did come with a Luke Skywalker in his Jedi Knight outfit. And yeah. But
1: now I've seen better looking Jedi Lukes. I have
0: seen a lot better Jedi Lukes. In fact, I own a better Jedi Luke. Yeah. And is it just yes. me or does he seem a little bit smaller than your typical he does. figure? He
1: seems a little smallish.
0: Yeah. yeah. He seems like maybe three inches instead of three and three quarter. Yeah. He does seem kind of small. I mean, you put him up against the Grievous figure. And he looks like a child. Yeah. He he's a little baby Luke. <laughs> yeah, Mini Luke. Maybe it's the maybe he's in scale with the Rancor. He could be, but that Rancor is pretty freaking big it is pretty <laughs> huge, yeah. so anyways uh he does have some fabric cloth which i know you like when it comes I, I like when a little com- it, yeah a little bit of both combination of fabric, both yeah and he has a belt where he has a little lightsaber hilt, hilt yeah. uh right there and the one thing i really didn't like about the figure aside from him being short and ugly uh <laughs> wow sorry mark hamill <laughs> no not mark hamill oh well he's yeah. Wow. Whatever. Uh, well, I love you, Mark Hamill. His face, not very good. Yeah, that's not the best Luke face sculpt I've ever seen. And, and we're talking about the figure, not Mark the, Hamill. The fi- yeah. I mean, <laughs> because that's just me. And then his right hand has this little pink splotch on it. Oh, yeah, I think that might have be been his glove that was removed or something like that. Yeah, but, but the here's the problem parts? I have with that. In the scene, yeah. he has his gloves he has still glove still on. on yeah. And so they didn't put the black glove on it. They put this pink... You've hand. Got a black sharpie? You can just take care of that Maybe. detail yourself. Maybe, yeah, I might have to because it's just it's ugly. Well, he does come with a full lightsaber too, as well as the hilt. He does, and he and he comes with his own bone, the rancor bone that he uses. Oh, to... I thought he came with a different bone. No,
1: no, no. That's the <laughs> that's the bone of the animal that was in the rancor pit that he used to prop its mouth
0: open. I didn't rancor. know he went for the animals. Yeah, the animals' bones. The animal bone. Animal bone. Animal bone. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know he's into bestiality. The Rancor is, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he does come with a lightsaber, so he has the hilt and the lightsaber, which is yeah. kind of cool. Um, so I do like that feature about it, because you could have yeah, you can either, or. either or. yeah. And then he has the bone, and the bone is kind of rubbery, and obviously the idea behind it being rubbery is so this way you could put it in, put it in the Rancor's mouth, mouth and have it bend. So you can bit. relive that classic scene. So going into the Rancor now. Yeah. This is a beast of a figure. It's pretty huge. I think um, you can think of this, is it as 12 inches. He's twelve inches, if not thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, he's pretty big, pretty huge. I I can't remember how many points of articulation, but he has a lot. We can kind of go through it real quick. He's got both of his shoulders move. Yeah, and they're kind of on a spring-loaded yeah. action. So this way, you can kind of raise his hand up, and it bounces down to smash and stuff. They, and they come apart. They come, up hard here, they come so apart. Yeah, you can spread them out, yeah. and you can raise them up over his head. So it's even though they got the spring action, you can still move them all the way right. in a three sixty all the way around. He also moves at the shoulder yeah, uh, out, so you can actually bring his arms way Mid-mid out. Bicep you almost, can actually yeah. make him do a whole eagle spread with his with his arms. With his arms. Spread eagle? What? Spread eagle his arms. His uh, fingers move, too. His wrists move. Yeah, his wrists move, too. And he's got a little shackle on the wrist, and the, the shackle actually spins around. Yeah, on the right wrist. Um, yeah, on the right wrist. And, yeah, his fingers bend. They're, they're almost like a... Um, a bendy type thing. They're not yeah, yeah. actual joints, but they're kind of a bendy. Yeah, if you had the
1: bendy little uh, figures like yep. Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny in your baskets, you could bend them around. Yep, however, the only... wire inside
0: of them. Exactly. However, only his right hand does that. His okay. left hand is... It kind of springs, but it stays in the same position no matter what. And his left hand is kinda in that clutching position. Yeah. So he can hold it hold a figure in his hand. Meant to you, hold Luke, yeah. Yeah. You can also have his right hand hold a figure, which is kind of my complaint. Well if you can bend his right hand to hold a figure. Why not the left why hand? Why not the left hand too? He has his little gut, but then we go into his legs here yeah. and he, he rotates on at the hip at the hip. Yeah. And then he also little ankle rotates at the ankle yeah. and bends at the ankle. Swivel ankle too. So he's got a swivel ankle going on there. Then we got his no head. knee
1: articulation no, or elbow. Yeah, articulation.
0: Yeah, no no knee or elbow or anything like that. Uh, then we got his head, and his head can actually rotate around in a circle, 360 degrees. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Which is very cool. So you can kind of put his head at an angle, like tilting, like kind of tilting, yeah. like what are you thinking? Yeah. What are you thinking, Chuck? Yeah. What do you? And that's the position I had him in when he was downstairs. I had him staring at my wife with the little tilted head, like a dog would look at yeah. you tilted. Nice. And she was like, "That thing's creepy." Yeah, she goes, "That thing's freaking me out." Give it a kiss, honey. And, and then his mouth opens. Yeah. And opens and closes, and it holds in any position you want. Now, what do you like better about this Rancor's mouth as opposed <laughs> to your old Rancor's mouth? Well, the fact that is that I can put a figure in this Rancor's mouth, and it's not going to fall into his belly. So you're not going to lose your Ewok. I'm not going to lose my wicket. <laughs> nice. So And it's all painted red on the inside. Yeah. The thing I really like with the jaw, and I'm sure eventually it'll loosen up too much where it, this won't happen, but you can really move the jaw in any position. it you doesn't can leave it open cracked or closed or yeah like it. you it's not just it's either all the way open or all the way mm-hmm. closed, you can have it open part way yeah. Three quarters of the way. Yeah, it's really nice. Seven-eighths of the way. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's our math section Fractions. Everyone loves him. He's got a tail. The tail does not bend. It kind of curves like inside. It kind of curves in. But I it. wish it
1: kind of curled the other way, like out. Yeah, but
0: you know what? That's kind of how he, he was uses in the movie. He uses for balance. For balance and, and everything with else. the way
1: the figure's constructed, it's mostly used for balance. But like. he's just a beast of figure. And he's he's kind of like soft rubbery. Yeah. Like he's not hard plastic. Like if you, but he's hard enough. Yeah, you can you can definitely squeeze him together. Yeah. He's all spiny.
0: Yeah, I mean, he has... And he has a little earring. He has the best definition and sculpt of any of the Rancors that have ever been made. But it's in his left ear. Does that make him... It makes him a little gay. I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> all right. I mean, it, it looks exactly like the and Rancor... That's our part. diversity at the workplace. That's right. There you go. He looks exactly like the Rancor... From the movie uh, The sculpt yeah, obviously, is perfect I mean he's he's the best Rancor so far they've made Yeah I, I think so I actually had him when my parents came to visit I actually had him holding the alarm clock in the room Nice So <laughs> It was fun Yeah <laughs> And my dad was like what the hell is that To put him on the dinner table for breakfast Holding the plate of waffles or something Yeah I was actually insulted too when my dad says, What is that thing I was like dad Did you kick him out Return of the Jedi dude It's the Rancor Come part. on Star Wars m- Most important part of my childhood did you not know me? <laughs> <laughs> have we met? Hi, I'm so, Ryan. so that was the long way to rank card. We will have pictures of all three figures.
1: Yeah, we're going to have some pictures.
0: We're going to have um, our, our, our uh, reviews. Our uh, regular reviews. Uh, you'll see them on our regular webpage yeah. as well as on our, web, uh, on our website as well as on our Facebook website. Yeah. So we'll have extra pictures on the Facebook website like we always do. And we'll have our full review on our regular website. And that will be under the typical Kung Fu uh, review. Yeah. I've got some reviews that I've done off you know, the show. On your here. own, right.
1: Yeah, I actually did the Masters of the Universe 2000X Skeletor, Skeletor figure, figure. And that's up under, if you click My Name tab at the top of our website, it'll take you right to that. Right.
0: And then, uh, actually, by the time this episode comes out, I should have the 6-inch War Machine figure of Iron Man 2. Yeah, and I'm planning on doing the uh, Marvel Select. Iron Man. Iron Man. From, from Iron, Iron Man, Man 2. 2. So, orders uh, exclusive, people. So both of those should be up there. Uh, by then, mine will be under my tab under the 501st Legion, and uh, Chuck's will be under under his tab as as well, uh, which yeah, is the toy the toy pit. So, uh, so there's going to be a lot of toy reviews to check out by the time this episode comes out. Yep. So uh, should be great. Uh, now we're gonna, but last but not least, we're gonna go yeah. into a much loved ah uh, oh, finally much loved top five or uh, top ten list. Yeah, it, for made Chuck. it ten. It made and, it. Ten. Yes, it made it. T- here, made 10. So let's go, uh, before we get into the discussion, let's get into our uh, Battle Files. Battle Files. Okay, we're back. All right, so this is something that Chuck has been desperately wanting for a while. Uh, yeah, Ryan said maybe episode 10 we can get some Masters of the Universe love in here. I'm like, no, dude, we need some now. Well, I yeah. got to have something. You got to give me something or I'm going to walk. And we, <laughs> and we are going to do still a full Masters of the Universe episode. Yeah. Um, in the near future, but right. we felt it was necessary to get into... Because we pretty much covered everything else. Maybe yeah. not Thundercats
1: like we wanted to, but we're getting to that. We're getting there. But we got to do Masters of the Universe. It's the next one. I mean, right.
0: we've done G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Trans- Transformers. Yeah, i, I got to get some Masters in there somewhere. And that's fine. And initially, this was a suggestion by someone that said, hey, do a top five of He-Man... Uh, or Master Universe Heroes and Master Universe Villains, and Chuck's like, can we do a top ten? And I'm like, I, I don't, don't know. Five, I can't limit it to five. I was, I was like, five. I don't know if I can think of a top ten. Like, I got a top 20. <laughs> so here's here's what I was thinking, Chuck. You can tell me what you think. <laughs> but because of the characters out there, we if we go in depth into each character as we're going through our list, we might cross a lot cross okay. over the same characters. So I was thinking first thing we'll do is go through our top ten lists of each. Okay. And then we'll go with the details. Then we'll go into the details of each of the characters that we sure. covered. Sure. Sound good? Yeah. Okay. Not a problem. So, so do you want to start with the heroes or the, with the villains? Well, let's go with the good stuff first. We'll start with the bad guys. Okay.
1: Uh, we'll go uh, number ten. I'll get started also. Okay. Number ten for me uh, on the Masters of the Universe top villains, Count Marzo. Okay. Count Marzo, uh we're going to go into the later. I mean, on, you can so.
0: kind of just give a gist of, of who he was, and we you can give more detail later. But you can kind of just say Are you it, sure because I'll just read the whole damn thing now. No, okay, then we'll wait. That's what I thought. So okay, <laughs> all right. My number, uh, my number ten was uh, King His. Okay. So number ten, I have Stinkor. Number nine, you mean?
1: Number nine. <laughs> did I say ten? Yeah. You said ten. All right. Number number ten again. I love them all.
0: <laughs> yeah. Number ten, Count Marzo. Number nine, Stinkor. Okay. Uh, my number nine was Scareglow. I know Ooh. that one surprises you. Nine? Yeah. He's got to be higher than that. Well, I know it, surpri- it should surprise you because you know I don't like the figure of Scarecrow. I love that figure. It's I awesome. know you do. It glows in the dark. I know you You like I've that bumped that it up
1: two spaces right there.
0: Okay, so you're number uh, eight. Number
1: eight, Cobra Khan.
0: Okay, Cobra Kai? Cobra Khan. Oh, was that from the Karate Kid? No. Oh. No, from the Masters <laughs> of the Universe. Oh, okay. Cobra Khan. Okay. And then uh, my number eight, Web Store. Oh, I love Web Store, yeah. Okay. Number seven, Triclops. Okay. My number seven was Evil Lin. Evil Lin, number seven? Evil that's... Lin, number seven. Oh, man, that's low. I know. Number six, Beastman. Okay, that's low. Uh, my number six is Triclops. Okay, so that's so, pretty much where I am. Yeah, it. pretty close. Uh, number five, Hordak. My number five is Hector. Hordak! Hordak! <laughs> <laughs> that's his real name. I need to go throw that in Yeah, it. we will get into that. But yeah, number five, same one. Yeah, pretty that's, good. Pretty cool. that's pretty cool. Uh, number four, I have Scarecrow. Okay, my number four was Panthor. Okay. Skeletor's uh, cat. Yeah, so. sure. Number three, I have Evil Lin. My number three is Skeletor. Wow! <laughs> Holy shit! There is some characters I like better than Skeletor. I don't see it. What number are we on? I've totally lost concentration <laughs> now. Well, at least you didn't blow up like you did with C three PO. Well, I mean, he's, at least he's in the top. He's in the top three. three. Yeah. yeah so. We're at number two. We're at number two now. Number two, Trap Jaw. Number two is Trap Jaw. All right. We're so. we're two out of this combined. Yep. What do you got for number two, Trap Jaw? Trap Jaw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number one, Skeletor, obviously. My number one is Beastman. Beast Man, There's a reason for it, though. I don't see it. Okay. Uh, You you have to like Beast Man. Here's what I have as
1: far as details go. Okay. Uh, Count Marzo here. Just rip him off really fast. Yeah, go
0: ahead.
1: Uh, He's a very powerful sorcerer Mm -hmm. who lived thousands of years ago with no great desire than to become king of Eternia. And he concocts his evil schemes more subtly than most villains, and he often entices children into aiding his plots. Now, he did not have a figure... So is he
0: like uh, Gacy? John Wayne Gacy? John Wayne Gacy? Uh,
1: more like a Ted Bundy, but he uses kids. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, he didn't have a figure in the original 80s Masters line. Right. He will get an upcoming release in the 2000... The new the new series of Masters Classics. Yeah. Right. So he'll get a release in that. And the cartoon, the 2000X cartoon, is pretty much where they put Marzo on the map, so to speak. Yeah. He was included in the 80s cartoon very briefly. Okay. But was more prevalent and more
0: known in the 2000X cartoon. Okay. <laughs> well... Here's the thing. Chuck knows these characters way better than I do. I have some information on the characters, uh, but... Do you want me to cover mine, and you can just throw in what you yeah, have? Yeah, I'll throw in what back. I have. All right,
1: uh, number, t- number nine, I have Stinkor. Uh, okay, he's an uh, Arthroprometic. Is that how I'm pronouncing that correctly here?
0: Anthropomedic. Anthropomedic an- an- Or, I'm skunk.
1: sorry, anthropomorphic. That's what he is.
0: <laughs> an anthropomorphic skunk. I didn't see the rest of the word there.
1: With magical control over his own stench. He only appears in the written comics in 2002 version animated series. Right. Uh, never in the original series, though. Right. Even though he had a figure in the
0: 80s who was never in the original series. Do you know what anthropomorphic means? Why don't you explain it to me? <laughs> it means giving an animal human uh, traits. Okay. So, like, when you have a movie, like, Marmaduke movies coming out. Where, yeah, or Scooby-Doo. Where Marmaduke talks. Yeah. That's giving it a human trait of yeah. speech. So, okay. it's kind of the same thing there. Okay. Yeah
1: why keep you around buddy i know all right even though at one point there were actually plans to use him in the she cartoon but he never made it uh the action figure was from the same mold as merman obviously uh he wore the same armor as Mechanek, so he's actually just a mixed figure of Mechanek's armor and merman's actual figure so it's a mix of two crappy characters no yeah <laughs> uh, and the actual smell most people think he smells like a skunk it's actually a uh, patchouli oil
0: okay and
1: one of the I only what
0: that smells like it smell good. It smells bad. Okay, it's pretty wretched. It Should smell bad. Yeah, and
1: one of the only three scented uh, Mattel toys. The other ones being Mossman, obviously, and uh, Perfuma from the Shira line.
0: Uh, I don't even know that one. Okay,
1: and in the 2002 <laughs> version, he was once uh, named Odifus. and where oh, he was appropriate. Yeah, Odifus, Yeah, <laughs> he was mutilated by an explosion in Triclops' lab, and the sorceress tells that in great time, of, in the time of the Great War. That Oedipus actually betrayed his people and was exiled.
0: Okay. Who else you got there? Yeah,
1: let's see here. Number eight, I have Cobra Khan, which you don't have hey, him. Uh,
0: Cobra,
1: Cobra Kai. Yeah, Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> Sweep the leg, Johnny. <laughs> Sweep the leg. Uh, Cobra Khan is a snake man who can uh, emit a sleeping gas. And okay. that was the original 80s version here. But in 2002 series, he spit acid instead of the sleeping gas. Now, he's a servant of King Hiss, and Cobra Khan is actually a fictional character.
0: Uh, no shit, really? He is. Wow. He's very
1: popular in the Masters of the Universe toy line and accompanying cartoon, He-Man in the Masters of the Universe. So
0: I don't have to look under my bed for Cobra Kai to show up. No, he's
1: not a real Oh,
0: okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, he is actually a member of the Evil Warriors and a cross between a man and a cobra. And he has the ability and the power to spray that sleep mist, which right. is what the 80s cartoon used when you fill up his body full of water and his head was a little pump. So he doesn't actually put you
0: to sleep as a toy? No. Just no. squirt with water. I thought water. we maybe had a bunch of narcoleptic... Squirt with water, yeah. A bunch of narcoleptic kids out there. Uh,
1: no, 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 not okay. at all. No. That's bad, kids. Don't do that. <laughs>
0: That's
1: their disclaimer. Uh, and actually, would make his opponent Nar- unconscious. Narcolepsy's bad? Well, sleeping a lot is. Oh, sleeping a lot's bad? Yeah, it's... Don't well, sleep the day away. You sleep your life away. That's not good. I,
0: I like sleep, dude.
1: But too much of a good thing <laughs> is always bad, too. I'm okay with it. All right, well... <laughs> yeah. All right. So, and anyway, um... Although he's really, you know, recognized as a member of Skeletor's Evil Warriors, many media often, you know, uh, put him with dual allegiance, like he has both allegiance to Skeletor and to King Hiss of the Snake Men.
0: So he's like a double agent?
1: Sort of. Okay. Uh, number seven, I had Triclops, which I know he's on your list here. Yep. What I have is he's a, a three-eyed hunter and a swordsman who can see in any direction. His eyes are one are one uh, of a bound around his head. He's band, in a band yeah. around his head, yeah. And he has different abilities and different visions. Uh, one common ability is the power to see through objects with his Gamma Vision.
0: And in and both he's the, looking at Evil in.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and in both the 83 and the 2002 cartoon, his eyes can also shoot a laser beam. And although it's not really commonly used in other material, the 2000X version, 2002 version, uh, he seems more as an inventor. And he can also do things like that with a bunch of things like the Doom Seekers, yeah.
0: which really weren't used in the 80s. And I see you got your information from Wikipedia as well. Wikipedia. <laughs> actually, if you
1: want to know, I actually clicked on our our, fa- our Facebook page, yeah. our fa- but our website, and the- clicked the Masters Universe link, Right, and it's all right there. That's where I got it. That's all right there? That, that's why I put it there. <clears throat> Did you have anything else about Triclops? No,
0: because you actually said everything I had. <laughs> okay. Do you want to read? <laughs> the only thing I want to throw in is Gamma Vision. Really cool. Could see the Hulk. Very awesome. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know that's what he I'll had. I think but...
1: Triclops could actually defeat the Hulk.
0: Well, he had the Gamma Rays. Yeah, you know. Rays, so. yeah Hulk references are stupid. No, they're not. <laughs> Any of them, yeah. Okay, so... Uh,
1: Beastman, obviously, if you want to take that one. Since you yeah, sure, one. I'll,
0: I'll jump in. I, I didn't copy everything from there, but... First, let me tell you why I had Beastman. I'm pretty sure that Beastman was my first Master Universe toy that I had. Okay, here. so you had some... So I have a special thing. nostalgic uh, place for me. Uh, Beastman was one of the first eight characters to be created uh, for the Master Universe toy line. In fact, he was one of the first four. Mm-hmm. When the character was developed by Mattel... The name of Beastman was reused for uh, from a figure in the Mattel's earlier Flash Gordon toy line. Yeah. Uh, which is just crazy. And then in early sketches for the toy line, then called the Fighting foeman with Master Universe much better yeah. <laughs> than the Fighting foeman Beastman was then called Red Beast and yeah. was, one, was at one stage planned to be the line's main villain. So yeah, he was really supposed to be the main bad guy. Yeah. And he he really makes his debut uh, debut in Mattel's very first
1: illustrated uh, book as a follower of Skeletor, and in the toy line expanded, he uh, stayed with Skeletor by his side. And Beastman's a ferocious humanoid who can summon you know wild creatures of Eternia to aid in Skeletor's yeah.
0: schemes. he's like the Beastmaster. Yeah, except without the you know except so bad except without the uh, was it the uh, weasels whatever ferrets ferrets yeah. With ferrets and the the hawk and the pan the tiger. He was bad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Hordak here. Uh, Hordak is Skeletor's old master and leader of the evil horde. Hector. It's uh, his real name. If you're following the classics bios here. H- Hector Core. Hector Core. Uh, and he's the leader of the evil horde. Like I said, and he's uh, who rules the planet of Etheria with the use of the horde troopers, the robots, right. which are similar to stormtroopers.
0: The Hector horde troopers. Yeah. Number four, I have Scareglow, and Scareglow... Oh, wait, I got more on Hector. Oh, you got more on Hector. I got more on Hector. Hector's Spanish. (laughs) C. He came with a leaf blower. Wow. (laughs) You just... We are in Brazil, dude. Seriously. We're also in California and Florida and stuff, too. Wow, okay. No, so anyways... Send your hate mail to Ryan at StarJoesPodcast at gmail.com. So anyways, Hector was the leader of the evil Horde, as you as you mentioned. He is the former mentor of Skeletor. Yeah. According to most story media, Skeletor betrayed Hordak and trapped him in an, another dimension before beginning his own conquest for the planet of Eternia. The Spandals. Yes. Hordak then returned with a vengeance to take over Eternia for himself. Uh, according to the toy lines creator Roger Sweet, his face was modeled on an African witch, yeah. uh, witch doctor's mask. Uh, yeah. Not an African witch. Not a witch, yeah. Not witch an African doctor. witch, witch doctor's mask. And in the new continuity of 2002, Mike Young Productions' He Man and the Masters of the Universe animated series, Horde has returned to his mini comic roots as a non technological sorcerer warlord from ancient Eternia who opposed Castle Grayskull's original ruler, King Grayskull, yeah. uh, with his massive arm, army. The conflict ended with Hordak commanding his uh, sorcerers to draw Castle Skull into the dimension of Despandos. So Hector goes to Despandos. See, si. That should have been the name of this episode. Hector goes to Despandos. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> I might actually change the title. <laughs> no. Nah. We don't need the iron age. We have Hector goes to the <laughs> See, the, the spell failed with King Grayskull's intervention, only destroying the area around the castle and drawing Hordak and his army into the Dark Dimension instead. Right. So that's Hector.
1: Okay. Okay. All right, Scareglow.
0: Yep. Uh, Scare-glow,
1: is, Scareglow is actually, it says, the ghost of Skeletor. Well, that's been mixed. Yeah, now it's the ghost serving Skeletor. Right. So people thought he was actually Skeletor who was killed. In the future. But he's not. He's actually a, a ghost that Skeletor summoned from another dimension
0: to do his bidding. Um, well, they've actually said they're not really sure which one is the accurate depiction. That's what he is. Yeah. Okay. Go with me on this. Okay. I didn't know you were in charge of that.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I make a lot of changes <laughs> here. Uh, his real name uh, revealed to be Karknul. Yes. And he's a former bounty hunter. Yep. And actually, if you do have the classic Masters of the Universe classic figure... He came with a nice relic artifact, which was uh, a totem, and it had Castle Grayskull on the top. And inside of the totem was actually a key to Grayskull. Yeah. And he's shackled to his arm, which he is given the thing that he most wanted in life, which is he wanted Castle Grayskull. Right. So now he has the key to Grayskull, but he can't open it to get in.
0: And that's actually why he made my list, because even though I don't like the figure... And he glows in the dark, which is well, badass. But I love the story behind yeah. that. That was very cool, and that's what made him make my list. Yeah, now, if
1: you were looking at the original figure here, he glowed in the dark, the new one glowed in the dark. It was right. really great. Yep. Uh, number three, I Evil Evelyn, powerful witch. Yep. With unusual compliment of uh, Mal... And, and a powerful bitch. Wow. She is. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Powerful complement of uh, Malvorant Powers here. Uh, the original figure has yellow skin, but... Most uh, of the other versions here have a flesh tone. Yep, often considered to be more cunning than Skeletor, and even, in, she's a, and even more intelligent. Probably because she's a yeah,
0: yeah. It's believed that she might possibly be more intelligent. Yeah, and that she actually only serves Skeletor beca- because for of her, her own, for own purposes. purposes yeah. So,
1: and at one time, Nevelin was actually romantically linked to Keldor, right. who was actually Skeletor before his accident. Right, and she follows Skeletor still out of the love of Keldor, right?
0: And she regularly uses the crystal ball atop atop her wand to aid her in her magic and, yes. and many other things. And, uh, <laughs> and many things. Yeah. Sometimes she does go off on her own when she's you know going against Skeletor with Count Marzo. Yeah, and she's actually from the stuff I read. She's actually the one that has of the evil villains and everything else. Yeah. She's Skeletor's the one that, evil Yeah, she's the one that's come the closest to actually defeating He Man. Yes, So and Skeletor.
1: Yes. Because everyone, I'm still trying to overtake that. Yeah. Uh, and her father, she's uh, the daughter of the Faceless One.
0: Okay, so she's never seen her father.
1: No. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nope. No. Number two, I have Trapjaw,
1: the uh, weapons expert in Cyborg with a metal jaw. It can yep. bite through anything. And in the 2002 series, uh, it's demonstrated... Even more metal, he eats, the stronger
0: he becomes. Yep. And we actually uh, read in the Icons of Evil uh, a neat story with him. That yeah, that's a great story. Yeah, right. and we're going to cover that in a, a future episode, the yeah. actual story. But a really cool origin story for Trapjaw. Yeah. And uh, just, Cronus is his real name. Yes. And I just, I loved that figure. I love the 2000X version of him even better. Yeah. Just it's just a great update. Oh my God. It's a great
1: update of a figure.
0: He's awesome.
1: Uh, I I actually was able to trade for the Masters of the Universe Classics Trap Jaw because that's the time Maddie Collector started screwing everybody over. So, buddy of mine over at the Pop Culture Network, uh, Pixel Dan, He Man yeah. fans know him for his He Man reviews, his Masters of the Universe reviews. Uh, was able to contact Pixel Dan from the Pop Culture Network and traded him some uh, Ninja Turtle figures. That's awesome. Yeah, for uh, a brand new you know Trap Jaw. So yeah. Thanks, uh, Pixel Dan. Special shout-out to you there at the Pop Culture yeah. Network.
0: My my big big problem with Trapjaw, Trapjaw could have been my number one, but he was such an idiot in the cartoon. Like in the In, in the, the Filmation, cartoons, yeah. The filmation cartoon. Yeah.
1: He was a little bit more strategically in the uh, 2000X cartoon. which right. I I, I like that cartoon better.
0: Oh, yeah. I've watched, I That goes
1: against a lot of people. The filmation yeah. is the Bible to a lot of yeah. people. But I actually like the Mike Young cartoon in production better.
0: Yeah, I've... I've Bought the cheap 10 episodes. The first 10 episodes, yeah. Which you could get for like five bucks. Yeah. I bought that, watched it, loved that. Now I want to get the entire series. Yeah,
1: you can get the whole thing for like 10 now. Yeah,
0: like 10, 12 bucks, yeah. It doesn't
1: come with any extras or the art cards, but it's all the cartoons. It's all the episodes. There's, what, 33 of them or something? 39. For someone like you who's not really big on the Masters, that's probably where to jump in and get that stuff. i like, let you borrow As much shit
0: as I give you about Masters of the Universe, I do like Masters of the Universe. I just don't like it as much as you like it. It's the classic tale of good versus evil. No, that's Star Wars. No, it's Master. It's
1: Wizards and Warriors. Star Wars came first. It's it's wizardry versus technology. It's It's Thundar the Barbarian. No, this is this. Okay, and number one, I have Skeletor here. Uh, The main antagonist of He-Man, obviously. Right. Skeletor, in the original illustrated books in the Filmation series, is an evil demon from another dimension. Later, Mattel mini-comic implies that he was once Keldor, brother of Randor.
0: And I don't know which one I like better. I don't know if I like him better as a demon or as the brother of of uh, the, King Randor.
1: Yeah, it could go either way. I mean, I'm okay with either one. Uh, which was, a, in fact, in, intended in a 2000 X series and related materials, confirmed that Skeletor was once a man in Keldor, though through a series of um, what am I at here? Through the series itself, established no familiar, no family, you know, connection prior to its cancellation. But it, it was implied. Is implied, yeah. Yeah. His connection to Randor was heavily implied. It says here, and the later DVD releases of the Masters Universe box sets confirmly, ultimately show the creators conceived that Keldor was once his half brother. Was
0: going to be a half brother, so right. they kind of took the thought of him being a brother, and maybe even the thought of him being a demon, and said, you know, yeah, maybe I think it's what a they were actually, half.
1: yeah, what they were looking for was actually they shared different A sister. No, like no, okay. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Like they had the same like mother or father, but one was different, and okay. that's why he w- wasn't going to be blood to the throne. Right. That also
0: explains why Keldor was blue. Yeah. And Randor was peach flesh tone. Yeah. Peach? Like peachy. Yeah. Yeah, but Skeletor obviously. Okay. Then mean, uh, I, I had a few that you didn't have, so uh, yeah. Go ahead and let me with go us. into uh, Panthor, since we were talking about Skeletor. Yeah. That was my number four, and that's uh, Skeletor's evil feline companion. He's a giant purple panther. Uh, who serves as the evil counterpart uh, to Battlecat. And Panther is, uh, is portrayed as Skeletor's pet, being at the right of his throne. And I think unlike Battlecat, Panther never, never spoke. No. And now, Battlecat
1: only spoke in the 80s cartoon and the filmation stuff. Yeah.
0: In the 2000X stuff, he never spoke. Right. And then, in uh, contrary to Battlecat, Panther only appeared in a handful of stories in the original yeah. series. Yeah. And his Which role, I find it kind of weird to be he's on your favorites when he wasn't really used at all. Uh, well, that's why he was number four. I liked the look of him. The toy was really cool. Yeah, it's just straight up a repainted battle cat, though, with purple foes. That's fine. Looked awesome. Giant cat that you could ride into battle is awesome.
1: Yeah. So Well, the only one really that can control Panther, too, is Skeletor. None of his other minions can yeah, control
0: him. that's the cool thing about him. He only listened oh. to Skeletor. Yep. So, uh, and then going into Hector, no, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, we did Web-store. already. Oh, Web Store. oh, okay, the cousin of Hector. No, uh, <laughs> no relation. Uh, so I had uh, Web Store, uh, he's a blue skin man with the abilities of a spider. Yes. Two-bit thief who resembles a goblin with a grappling hook in the 80s series. He's more spider-like in the 2002 version, and yes. he comes complete with webbing and multiple eyes. Yes, and in the uh, classics, they
1: updated him to look more 2000X-ish. Yeah. When they gave him the spider legs on the back of his backpack. Which, which was is awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah,
0: It's a nice touch. And then uh, you didn't have King Hiss, correct? No.
1: I, if I would have made it a top 20,
0: he would have been on there. But okay. we kept it to the 10. If we did a top 20, you'd have all the characters there were. I like them all. <laughs> <laughs> so King Hiss is the villainous king of the Snake Men. Yes. Uh, the major villain of the second season. Yes. Uh, in both incarnations, his default appearance is human. But he is capable of shedding his human skin, revealing everything from his waist up to be a writhing mass of serpents. I have that same problem yeah. with, from the waist Well, waist down. The waist down, a yeah. rising serpent? I have a bunch of rising serpents. Well, King Hiss is actually five serpents. Okay. From I, the waist up. I have uh, one serpent from the waist down. One gardener stain? Yeah. No. Serp- <laughs> serpent. <laughs> a boa, baby. Uh, so anyway. All right. <laughs> this, this took a nasty turn. <laughs> so anyways. Wow. Hiss possesses a host of somewhat vague magical powers. The sorceress of Grayskull once stated that Hiss's magic is as ancient as that of the elders. And then according to the original Toys uh, mini-comics, King Hiss is the ruler of a race of interstellar conquerors. Although his people are a race of humanoid snakes, Hiss, uh, for some unexplained reason, has the default appearance of a human and a notional uh, disguise to hide his true form. An upper body composed of five intertwined serpents. Nice. Now, if you're looking for any figures for these
1: guys here, for the bad guys here, you can pick up a Scaregirl was released through Mattel, through Masters of the Universe in 1987. King Hiss was released in 1986. Stinkor and Hordak in 1985. And let's see here. I know Cobra Khan was released in 84. Triclops, Trapjaw, Evil Inn in 83. And we had who was it? Skeletor, Beastman. They were released, obviously. You know, in the first issue here, the uh, the eight backs in uh, I believe it was eighty two. So
0: Chuck came prepared. Did, I, this did I miss
1: anybody there? Chuck came prepared. this Yeah, time. I, I got a lot of flack pan- about not being prepared. Yeah, well, you know. Oh, and uh, Web Store here. He was released, obviously, in eighty uh, four. Did you get Panther? Panther, yes. Panther. He was actually I have it right here somewhere. Released with Battle Cat. Yeah, it's nineteen eighty three.
0: Okay. All right, on to the uh, heroes. Yep. Top, also, ten, top ten heroes. Yeah, one other thing, too, before we get into that. No, the, uh, top ten heroes. The commemorative, <laughs>
1: there was a commemorative issues done, yeah, I believe it was 2000, 2001, where they released, uh, I'll just name them off here, because of pretty much everyone that we talked about. Beastman, He-Man, Man-at-Arms, Merman, Skeletor, Teela, Evelyn, Faker, Trapjaw, Triclops, and then the next wave it was uh, Zodak, Buzz-Off, Battle Armor, He-Man, Battle Armor, Skeletor, Clawful, and Stratos. And those were the commemorative releases uh, that Mattel put out, and those were the ones in the box. They were the original figure in the original packaging, but they were placed in that collective commemorative box. Oh, cool. So they were pretty cool.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. The Uh, good guys. uh, The good guys. All right. Your Uh, people. You want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. It's your people. All right. My people. Let my people go. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right, On to your next favorite biblical movie. All right. uh, My number 10 was Buzz Off. That's exactly who I had. Really? Yeah, no (laughs) shame. I like the way he looks. I do too. Yeah. Uh, My number nine was Zodak. No, number nine is Fisto. No, number nine is Zodak. I have Fisto. Okay. My number eight, I thought about moving this one up, but I I stuck to my guns and kept her where she's at. The Sorceress. Okay. Uh, I actually have a female number eight too. Okay. Which is pretty
1: weird. Uh, I have uh, Adora, Shira. Okay, Shira. okay. Yeah, Adora, Shira. ra um, Number seven for me, Stratos. Manny Faces. Ooh, okay. I, well, Manny Faces was one of my first, you know, guys okay. that i got. I got and it. if you think about it, he's actually three different people. He's Manny Faces, the actor, the robot, right. and the monster. So you could play
0: with him as so a kid, and he could be three different guys. So he's a schizo. Sure. <laughs> we'll go with actor here, but schizo, <laughs> sure. My number six, uh, King Grayskull. Okay,
1: a lot of people don't like King Grayskull. They think it's a hero ripoff.
0: Um, I think Hero is a King Grayskull ripoff. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> you did know, the, the chicken come first or the egg? Well, here's my thinking on that. Okay, it's not called Castle Hero, <laughs> but it's a sort of he. That's that's shitty. You don't like that? I don't like the sort of he. The sort of he. There's the sort of her. No, I like the power sword. Okay. Isn't that the sort of power or whatever? Wasn't sword that was a r- he. no? It's the sort of power. And there's different ones. And I mean. there's a King Grayskull, or there's yeah. a Castle Grayskull. Yeah. So I like the idea of a King Grayskull. Being, I like King Grayskull too. Being be the different. origin. Yeah, I, I like King Grayskull. That.
1: Many people don't. They think it's just a He-Man ripoff, and in the Mike Young Productions, where he looks like Hero. He-Man. No, King Grayskull. Oh, is it a, a He-Man, He-Man ripoff. Off. Oh, okay. That he looks too much closely like He-Man. Except for the the dreads that he has coming down, or the yeah, but the ponytails. Don't you think that's kind of the point? But he looked too much like him, except for the furry
0: cloth, but that's furry cape. That's his ancestry moving along. I know, and
1: he rode a lion that was green with yellow stripes, like Battle Cat. It was too to, much. It's to like, me, it's the if de- you're going to make something, you know, that was you know ancient times. Why rip off an idea
0: you already have? To me, that's that's and I like it. That's yeah. what other people are saying. To me, that's lineage and that's destiny. That that this being is meant to come back But if He-Man
1: is the most powerful man in the universe, why is it that King Grayskull is bigger than him, stronger than him, and that's where the power comes from, the power within?
0: Right. Well, he passed that along. Okay. He's the origin of that power. I, I'm just saying... What I'm, that's, say. what I'm, that's what I'm going I with. like Greyskull. That's what I'm going Hero, with. It. Then why are you giving me so much shit for him? Because that's what happens. <laughs> that's what I do. We're in my element now, baby. <laughs> Alright. Welcome to the Octagon, Alright, Who, who's your number five? No, number six. Oh, your number six, yeah. I'm passing your number six. Number, your number six. <laughs> you should pass my number. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I know, many people don't like Orco. I like Orco. I fucking hate Orco. <laughs> I know you do. Alright. Number uh, five. Number five. Mossman. Tila. Okay. Uh, my number four, Tila. Alright, I have Battle Cat number four. Okay. My number three, to coincide with my villains... Number three. My number three hero is He-Man. Really? He-Man, number three? He-Man, number three. Number three, I have Man at Arms. Okay. My number two, Battle Cat. Okay. Does that go with Panther number four? Right. Half of Battle Cat? No, Battle Cat's twice the Panther. Oh, okay. There you go. Because he's up two more spots. I got you. Number two, I have Stratos. Okay. My number one, Man at Arms. Okay. Number one for me, obviously, is He-Man, Prince Adam. Okay. See you went with the obvious number ones. I like. Well, that's, I like to mix it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you don't have He Man number one, he was in every freaking episode. So was Man at Arms. I don't know if that's close. true or not, but Pretty yeah. close. He Man was in every. Ep- the Skeletor wasn't in every episode. That's true. But He Man was in every flipping
0: episode. You sure there wasn't one that no, he wasn't in it? There's
1: not because it's called He Man and the Masters of the Universe. They're not going to throw him in. He's in. <laughs> He's in every sticking episode.
0: They didn't have Joe and GI Joe. No, That's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, buzz off, go. All right, oh, buzz off. Uh, he all I had was he's a humanoid bee. His species is known as the andrenids. Andrenids, yes. Okay, and that was in the 2002 version. Yes. So I just I like the way he looked. That's why I ended up number ten because I didn't know a whole lot about him. Yeah. But I like the way he looked.
1: Yeah, he's actually not even in control of the andrenids. He, they do have a queen, a queen bee. Okay. But yeah, I do I do like Buzz off as well. He sleep
0: with her. No, I don't think okay. so. Zodak, uh, it can be spelled both with a K at the end and a oh, C at the no, end? No, 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 no. No, no, listen. The C Zodak is
1: from the 80s filmation. Right. The K is from the Mike Young production. Right. So why
0: do you have a problem with either one? Because they're two different people. Which Zodak did you have? I have... The I C have, or the K? I have Zodak. <laughs> they're two different people. <laughs> I have Hector. <laughs> are you drinking? <laughs> No, but I am getting slap-happy. I have Hector and Zodak. No. Okay. Uh, I have Zodak. I had him with a K first, but then they said spelled with a C on the original. I didn't know it was two fucking characters. It's two different versions, yeah. It could be two different versions. We have a lot of versions. No, they're actually two different
1: separate people. (laughs) They are, dude. I'm telling you.
0: I have Zodak. One's white, one's black, okay? They're two separate people. I have. He went through a color change. Eddie Murphy did it on Saturday Night Live. Well, yeah, but... Michael Jackson did it in general. In real life, Too soon? Too soon. (laughs) Too soon to make fun of Michael Jackson? (laughs) Too soon? Did we piss off people? Is it too soon? (laughs) All right, so Zodak... The the Zodak I have... With a C. Is... I have a K. That's the Mike Young Zodak. And then I mentioned the C in my parentheses. Okay, just... Uh, He's a... He's the cosmic enforcer who is generally associated with the good guys, but takes a neutral standpoint helping both good and evil sides... When That's they are the needed. Zodak with a C. Okay, I'm just telling you what I, I'm telling you what Wikipedia gave me. That's Cezodak, and he was originally packaged as an evil warrior. That's Zodak, yeah. Okay, <laughs> and different media have provided radically different interpretations of his character.
1: Yeah, because sometimes in early episodes and early stuff you would buy, you would get like posters for Masters of the Universe. They have the good guys on one side of the mountain and the bad guys on the other side. Well, Zodak was included with the bad guys. So is
0: that the honky or the brother? The white guy. Okay, so he's the honky. He's the cracker. C is the white guy. The C crack, are just C for cracker. You are just <laughs> insulting everybody today. That's what I'm trying to do. The, the C
1: is the Caucasian zodiac. C for Caucasian. There you go. Let's go with that. Okay. Uh, as opposed to W for white bread. What are you? What are you looking here? <laughs> and then the, the K, <laughs> K is for the killer brother. Okay. All right. all right. I apologize to everyone again. Send that hate mail to Ryan cares Kara. I'm not Starkey. saying anything
0: bad about. No. <laughs> okay. Them. Wow. <laughs> Alright, moving on. No, them being Zodax. Zodax. <laughs> it's It's a beauty kick save. Well, wasn't a save. That's what I was talking about. Alright, Fisto uh,
1: is an extra-strong warrior with an enlarged right metal right hand. And in the 2002 series, he is Man-at-Arms' brother. Uh, also packaged as Battle Fist due to conflict names with a copyright I couldn't call him Fisto. So they called him Battle Fist. Yeah, it um, sounds wrong anyway. But actually, yeah. <laughs> Actually, in the in the cartoon, they still addressed him as Fisto. That sounds like the something cartoon. you
0: get at ambience, the store. Well,
1: actually, it's funny because in the 80s, he was a gag gift for women on bachelorette parties called Fisto. Oh,
0: yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's yeah. why I said ambiance the store for lovers. Yeah. Get your Fisto. Get your Fisto, baby. <laughs> uh, happy, happy wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Let me Fisto you. Did you have the Sorceress? No. Okay. I almost put her in the top ten, but very weak character outside of Greyskull. But not in the 2002 version. No. The myst- She's the mystic guardian of Castle Greyskull who granted Prince Adam the power to become He-Man. So that's kind of what put her in my top ten. I'm like, she granted the power. Um, in the original animated series, the sorceress cannot leave the castle for very long or she'll revert to her falcon form. Zor. Zor. Yep. Uh, I know it's, sometimes it's pronounced Zoar. Okay. But Zor. Sure. And then in the It's two- <laughs> is, is this how it feels like when I talk about Star Wars with you? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I'm like Please <laughs> Get this right I'm sorry dude. This is how it feels When yeah. you talk Star Wars with me Or comic Comics Or lost Or lost <laughs> Or just Life in general Wow Life at, Finish up here Alright um, Killing me Do you need to get home? No Okay <laughs> um, And then in the 2002 series The Sorceress is not uh, Powerless outside the castle She's actually pretty powerful So Right so, all right, uh, go ahead. All right, number eight, I had actually Adora, uh, which is Shira,
1: Right. Introduced in the animated movie The Secret of the Sword. As Force Captain Adora, the agent of the evil Horde that rules the planet of Etheria, she discovers that she is a long-lost twin brother of uh, Prince Adam. Okay. Of Eternia, and has been stolen by an evil member, Hordak, uh, the Horde leader, as a baby, and she's granted the Sword of Protection which uh, parallels He-Man's power sword, which, there you go. There That's you go. That's the filmation stuff you're yeah. talking about. And she gains the ability to transform into She-Ra uh, while keeping her secret identity as Adora.
0: Okay. Uh, and then I had Stratos, and I know you had him too. Uh, I just have that he was a humanoid with the power of flight and energy projection. He lives in the kingdom of Avian. Avian, yeah. As the leader of the bird people. Yes. And most people uh, think that Sean Connery... Sean
1: Connery... Connery. Connery. <laughs> I'm trying to do the impersonation, but I can't do it. Sean Connery did yes. his voice in a 2000X Mike Young production, but it wasn't.
0: Yeah. But it sounds awful lot like him. Sounds it. a lot like him. Which I love that. And then here's what I had for King Grayskull, even though we talked about him a bit already. Right. Um, in the 2002 remake of He Man, the Master of the Universe, it's revealed that Castle Grayskull was once home to King Grayskull, an ancestor of Prince Adam and Princess Adora, waging battle and ultimately defeating the Snake Men led by King Hiss, but lost his sword in battle. He hoped it, uh, it to be a sign that uh, signified true peace for Eternia. However, Hiss's rival, Hector, who had defeated the Snake Men, was planning on conquering Eternia. Therefore, Grayskull went on a quest to find a power he needed to def- to defend his kingdom. At the top of a mountain, dash away, dash away, dash away. <laughs> oh, that's not right. <laughs> oh, wait. At the top of the mountain, uh, he met the oracle who guided him on his quest, <laughs> You are tired, aren't you? I'm tired. Showing him his lost sword and explaining that his entire quest was to show his inner strength. He then returned to face Hector. And though outnumbered, Skull managed to uh, channel the mystical energies through his sword, turning Hordak's uh, spell on himself and his army, sending them to the dark dimension called Despondos. Uh, however, Hector, whose spirit was ripped from his body, managed to mortally wound Skull and... As he lay dying, he proclaimed that his successor would wield his sword to defend Eternia. Right. And he found out that the power was within him. Uh, number seven, Isn't I had... There something Ma- else I had the power within him? No. Think? I don't know.
1: Number seven, I had Manny Faces, who, again, he's an actor who can change his face yep. uh, from a human to a beast to a robot, and he has the, also adapts the abilities and traits of the face that he puts on. So if he becomes a robot, he acts like a robot, he speaks like right. a robot. If he
0: puts the beast on, then he becomes the beast. Is he friends with OU812? In robot form. Only. Only. Alright, uh, I have moss Man. He's a, a plant man. Plant. Man. If you couldn't go tell. Plant
1: guys, go plant man.
0: <laughs> Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know he had a theme song. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. Uh, he can revive uh, dead plants and manipulate plant matter, mostly moss. And he smells like pine. Yeah. He's also a master of camouflage. In the 2002 series, he's a quiet pastoral type and a sort of urban legend who resides in the Eternian Forest. So, kind of reminded me of the uh, Man-Thing from the comics. Right. In that respect, he kind of keeps to himself, but then yeah. he comes out and kicks some ass.
1: Yeah. Uh, number six, I have Orko. He's a magician from the parallel dimension, the world of tralla Orko's magical abilities vary depending on where his location is at the time. On Eternia, is pretty inept with his spells often backfiring and a humorous result. But on contrast here, on his home world of tralla Orko is actually a master magician, and he moves around by levitating and often serves as comic relief in the show here. Uh, his face is actually concealed by a big floppy head and a heavy scarf. And according to legend, uh, the people, members of his people, the Trollins, they only show their face to their one true love.
0: Oh, okay. Did he ever find love?
1: Yeah, uh, Druella. That's okay. his uh, girlfriend back in Trolla. Okay. And they actually showed faces. Whoa. In an episode in a cartoon, let's like, can we show faces? I'm like... Okay, what's this? <laughs> what's going on here? Orco getting busy.
0: <laughs> Did you get to see his face? No, you don't. Oh, that sucks.
1: He, he he You see a uh, close-up of her, and Orco's back, and he takes his hood off and shows her. Okay. so But it's like a
0: shadow. It's not even the character's it's shadow. Okay. So, uh, Tila. Tila, heard, Go ahead. Which is captain of the Royal Guard and often assists He-Man in his battles. She's the daughter of the Sorceress, although she doesn't know this. Right. Man-at-arms actually raised her from infancy as a sorcerer's request. Mm-hmm. And she helped Prince Adam with his training. Yeah. Uh, now, it's also believed that her father is actually Fisto. Well, that would make sense. Sorceress. The Fisto and the sorceress got together. It,
1: it was It was an, It was. was sort of hinted at that her father is Fisto, and with Fisto being the brother of Man-at-Arms, that's why he cares for Teela, because that's his... That's his niece. Niece, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, 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 then we had He-Man. Or I had He-Man. Had the most powerful man <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> In the illustrated book release uh, with the first series of toys and drawn by Mark Texira, He-Man is a barbarian from an Eternian tribe. Uh, the planet's inhabitants are dealing with the aftermath of a great war. That's Wundar. Okay. Well, it's the or- original... That's savage He-Man. That's the original He-Man. Yeah, Savage He-Man. Yeah, original. Which The original He-Man. Savage He-Man. Okay, He-Man. Right. <laughs> Which devastated the civilizations that once ruled supreme over all lesser beings the war is left behind advanced machinery and weaponry, known only to select people. And an early car- incarnation of the sorceress of Castle Grayskull gives He-Man some of these weapons, and he sets out to defend the secrets of Castle Grayskull from the evil villain Skeletor. So that was like yeah. the very first right. version. And he's, obviously, he's Prince Adam. Right. Okay, well, uh, not in that version he wasn't.
1: No. In, in the filmation right. version, he's Prince Adam. Right. In the mini-comics, yeah. he's Savage He-Man. Right. Uh, I actually had number four, Battle Cat, as He-Man's right. faithful feline companion. Fighting, you know, armored tiger here carries him into battle. And when He-Man is in the form of Prince Adam, Battle Cat is Cringer, right. who lacks bravery. and He's really, you know, really cowardly. Um, but he runs away from just about everything when he's Cringer, but not when he's right. Battle Cat.
0: And Cringer wouldn't even make my top 25. No.
1: <laughs> Cringer may be the snarf. Yes. Uh, but when he's Battle Cat, he's all tough and brave. Right. Ah, uh, but when he's cringy, he's cowardly. That's why right. they give him the secret identity because only Adam had purple pants on and a pink shirt. So right? Yeah. that's he's hiding like that.
0: <laughs> uh, and the thing I loved about it too is that uh, he could talk. Yeah, and in far, the infection no one, ones, he talked, but no one ex- saw that as being unusual. Weird, yeah. And
1: <laughs> in, in the two thousand X, that's the one the thing I liked about him. He didn't talk. He was just a cat.
0: He's just awesome, right? Uh, and then I had Man at Arms. Yeah, I had him too. Go with his uh, primary title of Duncan. Mm-hmm. Duncan. Again, he's a fictional character. Yes, he is. <laughs> the figure's tagline is heroic master of weapons. Yes. Uh, Man at Arms was one of the very first figures created for uh, Mattel's Master of the Universe in 1981. I just liked him because he was the inventor, he was the weapons master, he could, you know, he would change his arm into the gun and yeah. everything else that he would have. And he's
1: also the mentor of Prince uh, Adam here, which is actually, yep. like, if Prince Adam is Luke Skywalker, that's his Obi-Wan Kenobi.
0: Right. Yeah. So...
1: Uh, and actually, if you we refer to these ones as originals, but in, in the Collector world and in the Masters Useworks world, they're called the, the eight-backs. The original okay. eight-backs, because on the back of the card, there was the original eight figures, which were Beastman, He-Man, Man-at-Arms, Merman, Skeletor, Stratos, Tila, Zodak. And there's actually um, a release of a faker in uh, in 1983 that had an eight-back card, but it wasn't one of the original ones.
0: Okay. And then they went into the Hunchbacks? No. And the Humpbacks?
1: No, then they just started putting different people on the back of the cards, <laughs> as usual, when they got extra characters involved right. here. But
0: the hairy backs?
1: Yeah, yeah, those are <laughs> All right. on, and All right. And Manny Faces, obviously, he was uh, not an original. He was released in 83, Buzz Off in 84. Uh, Fisto was released, actually, in 84, too, along with Prince Adam and Orco. And I think that's one the ones we covered that okay. we, we
0: like so far. All right, so you might be wondering, not only, you might be wondering, why do we cover Masters of the Universe right now? Because I love them. Well, because we had to appease Chuck a little bit. but yeah, This was all for me. Thanks, guys. But also, we're setting things up. Because... Oh, do tell. The next episode that we're going to do is actually a commentary on the Masters of the Universe movie that came out in 1987. Yes. I Wolf been, Lundgren. Yes. I've been giving Chuck a hard time with it. You guys probably saw it in the forums. You heard it in the last episode. But we're actually going to do a commentary. So what you need to do is you either need to order it on Netflix for yourself or buy the movie, which is like 7 bucks. Why don't you just go to the bookshelf and get it? Because you know you own it. I don't own it. I, have, I own it. I know. You're going to bring it over. Okay. Okay. You're not going to go buy one? No. Maybe I'll buy you one. Okay. <laughs> so You should own it. Okay. So we're going to actually do a, a straight commentary. We're going to sit there and watch the movie with you guys. And we'll tell you when to start and all that type of stuff. And we're going to comment during the entire movie, so we're actually going to probably ruin the movie for you because you're going to hear us talking the whole time. Yeah. But it's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to have a good time. And, uh, yeah, we're going to do the whole movie. The reason I said you guys would want to go out and get it is because most likely you're not going to be able to hear... The entire movie hear with us, the us movie. Talking.
1: Yeah. Uh, you might want to so, watch along. Yeah. And just listen to us comment as your smart-ass friends on the couch.
0: Right, exactly. So, uh, so, so get, get, get that, your snacks ready. Get, get that ready. Like. Yeah, get that ready. It'll probably be out... I can almost guarantee you we'll get that one out a In the week. the middle at, of June? Well, a week after this episode comes out. Yeah. So one week from this episode, because I don't have to do a lot of editing with that one. No, not at all. So one week from this episode. It's a grip it and rip it, cat yes, episode. Yes. One week from this episode, which should give enough time for the Netflix fans to get theirs or to go to the store, or whatever. One week from this episode, the commentary episode will be out, and you can feel free to listen to it as you watch the movie with us. Right. So, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and close this episode. I know it was a long one, but we covered a lot of stuff, a lot of great stuff. Now, in the movie,
1: there's a popular saying that they say when they all leave. Masters Universe people often say it, too.
0: Uh, It's a good journey. Okay. We'll save it for the movie. (laughs) just going to throw that out there. Okay, you can throw it out there, but we'll save that for the movie. So, how to contact us. Yeah, go ahead. All right. You can find us at our website, which is starjoes.com. You can tweet us too. You can tweet us at Star Joe's Podcast. You can find our Facebook pages by looking for Star Joe's. You can email us at Starjoespodcast at gmail.com. Get those contest submissions in, guys. Again, you have until June twentieth. You can uh, what the hell else can they do? Find us on iTunes. Yeah, we're on iTunes too. Get please leave us a review. Good or bad, we don't we don't give a shit. Make it good. <laughs> God, what else is there? Uh, forums. Forums. We're on the forums. We're yeah. on the forums every day. Sometimes too much. I come, get that a lot. Yeah, come chat with us, talk with us, argue with us, whatever. Yeah. It's all in good fun. Uh, that's really it. I think that's everything.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's it. Thanks for putting up with us again, so, guys. So, yeah,
0: great episode. Uh, yeah, another time.
1: special thanks to Star, Star Starfighter Fighter. for putting out yep. the uh,
0: figure there for us, the General yeah, Grievous. that was fantastic. And, Sweet, thank and you. And, again, if you guys have a figure that you want to send to us uh again we're gonna we're gonna keep it
1: yeah send us a message
0: on the forums either me or ryan i'm the chuck he's royal lantern and we'll get you the official star joe's address if you're gonna send us something and uh we'll We'll review it yeah we'll review it and we'll give it a full review and we'll give you plenty of thanks you heard starfighter was thanked a lot in this episode and rightfully so yeah uh so uh, he will get some credit on the figure posting too absolutely With that, we'll go ahead and close by saying the Force will be with you. Because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, guys. Hey, Bob, want to paint your name? Eh, no thanks. What are you, a sissy? Come here now or we'll tell everybody. I just don't feel right about it. Right on. It's hard not to follow the crowd, but sometimes that path is just a dead end. I knew I was right. Yeah, I'm with you. Me too. Remember, listen to yourself. Because I know what's best for me. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe.